With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Let's everyone shut your mouths now and settle into your chairs. All right. Let's hear some of these catfish messages. You want to start? Hey, boy, you're smooth like butter dripping off of chocolate. Gonna lick you up and down. Drip, slurp, yum. Give me that sweet, wet sugar mess. Hmm. Now... Let's do keep in mind that this will be the first message that Miles will be hearing from a total stranger. But, uh, you know, it's a great start. This is insane, you guys. Yo, this is sexy, man. <laughs> Broadcasting live from the internet, it's Tuesday night, and this is the PanelsOnPages.com podcast with your host, Lee Rodriguez. At the end of the day, babies are terrible people, and I'm not sorry for saying it. Jason Nyes. Motherfucker, I won best costume! Jose Guzman. Yeah, I know nothing about Firestorm, except for his hat's always burning. And Kelly Harris. Boy, love, it appears we got a penis in the mail. <laughs> I glued my fucking eyes shut! <laughs> I just want to see all uh-huh. these Yelp reviews of Jose's jizz. <laughs> Oh, sorry, I knocked over the salt. Like you had anything better to do. Hey, what's happening, everybody? Today is Tuesday, March 20th, 2018, and this is episode number 417 of the Panels on Pages.com podcast. I'm your host, the Lord Reverend Lee Rodriguez. Joining me tonight, I got Mr. Jason Nyes. Who all seen a leprechaun say yeah? <laughs> Kelly Harris. Nothing better in life than watching two beefy men slap each other. <laughs> and back from his odyssey around the world, Mr. Jose Guzman. Not today, mute button. Not today. <laughs> it almost got me, too. <laughs> That's a long time. Mute button still fucks us. We still get mute buttons. We still get echo. We still, like... Like some shit that happens day one. It's gross. Just, but you know, everything we use is free. So, can only bit so much. That's true. <laughs> uh, fucking Hangouts, uh, XSplit, uh, Audacity. <laughs> so, I say again, lots of podcasts out there talking about Patreon and this and that. That's great. I love it. It's good for you. Chase that paper. Don't let them lie to you. This shit ain't expensive. <laughs> you can do this shit on a dime store budget. Still not well, fucking. There's our fortune. Podcasting the podcast way. How to podcast for 28 cents. <laughs> we taught Bobby how to podcast. He's got three fucking podcasts now. What? I have a lot to say, and I only have two podcasts. How the f- <laughs> How the f- Okay. All right. <laughs> Great. <laughs> he's he's literally his own podcast network. That is nuts. The BBN? The Bibby Broadcast oh, yeah. Network? 
Bobby, can you fly news? <laughs> well, you know what? Good for him. Good for that guy. The native goddamn wonders. Just remember, we fucking made you. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Brought you I'm in. Sure. I made his goddamn wedding. That's right. Ayo. Right. That's right. You did do that. I did. It was it was goddamn ridiculous. And that's why he doesn't use headphones. Reverends don't use headphones. <laughs> that's right. Fucking that's slums. true. That's right. God. I mean, how are you going to get it around that reverend collar? That is a problem. You don't. Ooh. We should make like beats, but the, like the speakers are in the collar, so they can. Ooh, I like it. Oh, my God. But at the same time, it has like you can flip the button and it's like a wireless mic as well. So you can get that. Uh, so you can have like a PA while you're doing weddings. Right. Bam. On the collar. There we go. I feel and like that would be used for Once bad they kiss, things. you switch it and now you're fucking DJ mode. <laughs> I, I smell a Kickstarter coming on. I'm just saying, who would be the most booked priest? You. Kickstarter's for fucking suckers. GoFundMe's where it's at because you can raise however much money you want. You don't have to reach a goal. Yeah, you get that money regardless. Just cash that shit out. So goddamn sketchy. I thought about putting uh, putting it out there, like I don't know, like putting out ads or Craigslist or whatever to like just do weddings on the sides, make a few bucks here and there. But just slippery you know, slope. Yeah, I think you would end up hating it after a while. Yeah. Probably. Once you start doing weddings, you're gonna start doing conventions, unless. I specifically like the the thing the, the thing I thought about was what if I just specifically put it out there like you know you got some weird shit you want to do some non traditional <laughs> shit you want to do <laughs> like I'm your fucking huckleberry. <laughs> you oh, I will only do Ooh. nonsense weddings. Exactly, exactly. Hey. You shoot Lee like a a madman, like a a wacky priest. Three o'clock like in the commercial. <laughs> yeah, like you're you're uh, giving the vows or whatever. You're standing up at the front, and you get the bride and groom, and then like a bunch of terrorists descend on the wedding. You take them all out yeah. <laughs> with nothing but your hands. I'm listening. I like it. I like it. You want a real American <laughs> wedding <laughs> by a real American hero? <laughs> I held a sword as prom king once. <laughs> <laughs> Look at my What's crown. The last sword your priest held. None. I'm chopping prices. <laughs> <laughs> the one and only gold medalist pastor in the area. <laughs> Do you want a gold medal wedding? Flight priests. <laughs> I will eliminate the competition. Rocket launcher to a van. <laughs> Any priest that wants to question my credibility, come to this address and fight me. <laughs> you got lower prices? I'll choke him out. There might be a reality show in this. Stan, bravo. Call me. I, I feel like we could just call it Nonsense Wedding and we could sell it to E. <laughs> we could definitely sell it to Netflix. Fuck yeah, let's get that Netflix money. And you're greenlit. No. <laughs> what the fuck's going on? Let's see. Uh, I uh, went on Friday. Had a mandate with my boy Goat. It was lovely. Had some all-you-can-eat sushi. Uh, we need a dude smooch sounder. Yeah. <laughs> we should have got a dude smooch sounder. Um, 
after dinner, we hit up the uh, Flashback Arcade. It's, it's a 10 bucks unlimited free play arcade game spot around here. We talked about it before, I think. Um, and that place, like, they've always got new shit. The guy that runs it's a madman. Like, he's always buying, selling, trading machines and whatnot. And, like, you guys remember Battletoads? Yeah. Fuck. Of course. Yeah. Okay. What kind of question is that? Okay. Now, I have played Battletoads, like, at home. Like, on Nintendo and some Super Nintendo versions back in the day. Now, what I had not done until last Friday was play the arcade version. Have you played the arcade version of Battletoads? Never seen it. It is fucking absurd. So, it's a three-person cabinet. So, there's three, three frogs, three toads you can play as. And before long, Goat Knight started calling the game Murder Frogs. Because it is... <laughs> extremely over the top with his violence and like in an era when I was surprised that shit would fly so most of the bad guys are like rats and shit so you're running around you're punching these fucking rats the rat hits the ground and the frog I was playing all they, they all have different moves like different kind of finishing combos or whatever and so the one I was playing as he stands over the frog his hand turns into a drill he drills the frog in the, 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 the yeah, into the face with a little fire to pull a goo on to the next rat. Like, what the? Some of the larger enemies have special animations as well. And there's these big rats. Like These guys are like twice as big as the frogs. And so you punch, 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 and eventually they'll reach out and grab the rat by the dick. Like, just like grab this, grab a handful of dick and just punch it like seven times until the rat falls down. <laughs> it's really gratuitous and hilarious. I uh I uh while you were telling that story I uh put together a dude smooch sounder. There you go. Nice. <laughs> I like it. Good, it's good. And uh after that we went to see uh Red Sparrow. The fucking J Law movie. Oh shit, they're fucking uh box office went up by nineteen percent this weekend, thanks to you guys. Uh, boy, <laughs> it's real long, you guys. Have, have you seen, what was that, Electric Blonde? Atomic, Atomic Blonde. Blonde. Did you see Atomic Blonde? Yeah, Atomic Blonde was the shit. So yeah, that movie was great. This was not that. <laughs> I thought it was going to be. I really did. I thought it was going to be something like that. And boy, it wasn't. Like, it's over, and we're like, I mean... That's how, that's how I thought about I, Lucy. That's the other one. That's the one with... Um, it was over, and I was like... Eh, eh, that was the movie? But this is just... It's just really long and, like, really, really slow. And it feels longer than it is. And, like, I feel like it's crafted well, I guess. But Jeremy Irons, like, doesn't even try to do a Russian accent. That's kind of hilarious. Like in a movie full of people with questionable Russian accents, Jeremy Irons just like, no, I'm Jeremy Irons. This is how I talk. <laughs> there will be none of that. I killed Mufasa. <laughs> yeah, no shit. And like, and I feel like I just, I can say now after seeing some flicks that I just, just not a uh, Jennifer Lawrence fan. Like at first, I thought it was just because of all that shit they put on her face as X Men. Like, oh, like it's just really hard to emote through all that bullshit. But it turns out she just doesn't emote for shit regardless. Like, 
nothing from the nose up moved on this broad like ever. It's really distracting. Like it just, it, I can't get over. You know, I might have to agree like with you. I'm gonna go through her IMDb right now and see if there's anything that I've actually enjoyed her in. The, I mean, she won an Oscar for Silver Line Linings Playbook, but I didn't see that. I no. did like her <laughs> in a. I did like her in American Hustle, but she ugly cries hardcore in that. Oh. <laughs> And she either does get like super naked in this movie, or ha they do some, or they spend a lot of special effects budget putting her face on a body double. One of the two could be either one. I'm gonna bet body double. But regardless, it's not satisfying either way because it's just it's it's like it's a mean it's a, it's a soulless fucking movie. And like the big takeaway for me after the end of the movie was Russia sucks. <laughs> Well, you're not wrong. Yeah, yeah. But like this, <laughs> that probably is the point of that movie. The overall just powerful shittiness of Russia. What? So yeah. I, I so cannot propaganda so. film. Yeah, <laughs> it's something. Like I cannot recommend uh, the Red Sparrow. It's, it's 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 not great. People talk about oh man, they made a Black Widow movie. No, no, they didn't. They didn't make a Black Widow movie at all. They tried to make a Black Widow movie. I don't think they did. I think they made their movie and then they tried to market it as a Black Widow movie. That might be more like it because the movie that I saw a trailer for is not the movie I saw in the theater. Uh, by a fucking long shot. Like, no, 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 no. No, yeah, so not know. at all. They know. Uh, but fucking not to be outdone, went out with a lady date with my lady on Saturday. Lady uh, smooth. Got <laughs> a lady smooth. <laughs> <laughs> Celebrating our, uh, chicks. Uh, our anniversary of uh, 16 years we've been after since our first date. Seriously, and, uh, I said this on her Facebook. I and I, I don't look a gift horse in the in the mouth either, but it feels like you guys have like nine anniversaries. We just got the two. <laughs> we just got the two. Although if you want to be fucking technical about it. Uh, Saturday, when we actually went on our date, that was like the anniversary of the first time we ever banged. So Sex that's kind of like three. Nice. sex anniversary. Yeah, for, for sure. That's, that's for sure. Yeah, me and Mary's uh, anniversary of dating and our sex anniversary is the same night. Baby, baby, oh, baby. <laughs> yeah, ours is two days after the other. <laughs> like one is two days after the other one. So look at you Shit guys. Out for us. Look at you guys waiting. High five, nice. High five. <laughs> But yeah, uh, we went to, we're just bumming around. Um, we got a gift card to a really fucking fancy steakhouse for Christmas. Uh, the spot in Nashville called Jimmy Kelly's historical ball. What the fuck? Like it was a hundred and fifty dollar gift card, and our bill was one forty nine ninety five. Oh, nice! <laughs> <laughs> fucking Nicole was like running a calculator the entire time over there, like making sure everything lined up. Because she's like, "Look, we're not coming back." So we're going we're gonna to maximize this motherfucker as much as we can. But didn't have to do much because, like, you know, the steak she got was 40 goddamn dollars. It's one of those kind of... Oh, man. I could eat a $40 steak right now. It was good. It, it was it was good. It was all damn good. With one glaring exception. Uh, Saturday, as you may recall, coincidentally was St. Patrick's, Patrick's Day. Day. Yeah. Uh. We, were, we were not out to celebrate St. Patrick's Day. It just happened to be St. Patrick's Day when we got a fucking babysitter for this date. Jimmy Kelly leaned hard <laughs> into that. Yeah, I'm going to guess with a name like Jimmy Kelly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you guys pay surge prices? 
<laughs> the restaurant is a converted mansion, like a like a 19th century mansion. So it's you know this room, which was clearly a bedroom at some point, now has like six tables in it. So like it's not a traditional restaurant by any stretch of the imagination. Well, yeah, because everyone has banged in your dining area multiple times. Yep. <laughs> Checks out. <laughs> and Lee said, nope, I'm done with this conversation. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and More fucking steak. <laughs> oh, there he is. Hello? Hey. <laughs> Were you... Whatever you said, no one heard. Yeah. Ah, shit. <laughs> yeah, Jose made the I joke. I made the comment, and I thought you got all pissed. Yeah, yeah I thought you were pausing for dramatic effect. <laughs> I like, well, no, I missed it. God damn it. My bad. Jose I'm, made a comment. Just saying it uh, used to be a bedroom. A lot of people banged. Oh shit! No, I no, I missed all that. Sorry. So, uh, but okay. So here's the part about being a mansion, right? Yeah. Okay. So you're having you're, you're in this fucking place that used to be a bedroom. There's like tables in it, so it's kind of cramped, but it's all about this ambiance, whatever. So you got that going on, candlelight, all that shit. But now imagine. That every ten to twelve minutes, a motherfucker comes traipsing into that room playing the bagpipes. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Me and Mary had a discussion about this this past weekend too. Is like, I thought bagpipes bagpipes were a Scottish thing, but then if you think about any movie set in Boston that has a funeral, there's always bagpipes. So, I th- I would thought the same thing too, but. There I am again, turn the knob on a fucking $40 steak and enjoy company. And just, <laughs> like, oh, you fuck your own face and get out of here with this. It's like already doing it with this bagpipe. With the fucking <laughs> Mary says to me the other night when we, I think it was when we had this same conversation. She was like, you know, what would be a cool instrument to try and learn the bagpipes. And I was like, nope, divorce. <laughs> <laughs> like, I feel like it's very context sensitive. Like, I mean, there are there's a time and a place where a well performed bagpipe performance is like, oh, look at that. that's it. It can be moving. You know I mean, it, it it can work. Like, uh, when I was in high school uh, in the band, we played a concert with this guy who was like one of the best bagpipers in the country. Our band director knew him, and it was fucking awesome. But it's we knew hilarious. goddamn well what we were getting into. Like, we knew Bagpipe Guy was coming. We did not know that this bullshit subpar dime store bagpiper was going to be there while we're trying to eat our dinner. And let's just say it lowered the tone a little bit. <laughs> so, fucking calm down, white people, with your bagpipe bullshit. Terrible. I mean, you got to say calm down, white people, to uh, St. Patrick's Day as a whole. In general. Yeah, there, there is that. Because fucking white people love St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, there is that. Fair point, Kelly. Yeah. yeah, that's all I got. What's up, Kelly? What you got? Uh, I went to Illinois for a wrestling show. I used to live. <laughs> oh shit! Where do you used to live? <laughs> oh fuck! Damn it! We never know he, where he lived. He used to live in the void. <laughs> Lee, you might want to hop off the call and hop back on. So we keep losing you. 
There he goes. The the entire oh, time and the entire time we can't hear him, he's talking yeah. straight through and not listening to any of us be like, Lee, Lee. <laughs> he's telling a great story. <laughs> Something cool happened. And he's just fucking hyped to tell us about it. Well, uh, he, he was about to say, I used to live in Illinois. so uh, That's true, he tell, did. Tell us about your wrestling show. All right, cool. So I went to uh, AAW's 14th anniversary show I fucking, in uh, Marionette Park, Illinois. I love their root beer. <laughs> They're solid. Uh, so the the show was a really good time. It was in the fucking weirdest venue that I've ever been in. Uh, so me and my uh, friend Justin, we roll up on the venue and immediately think, this is not where we're supposed to be. Because it's just in a uh, strip mall. Here's the wall with a family dollar. <laughs> and so it, it just looks like a random restaurant. So like, uh, I guess this is the right place. So we walk in. And at first, it just looks like a straight-up restaurant. And then we notice that to our left, there's a big banquet hall that's half full of, like, arcade games. And then we see, going forward, just straight ahead, we see other wrestling fans keep going. So, like, okay, we'll just follow them. We get farther down, look to my uh, right, and I see a big concert venue where there's a band setting up. And then we keep going a little bit more forward, and that's where the third venue is, where the wrestling show is. Ah. So there's somehow three venues in this place. It doesn't look at all from the outside like there's three venues where the place is in this thing. <laughs> is it like permanent, a permanent wrestling venue? Uh, they run there quite a bit. I don't know. I assume they must use it for, like, because there was a stage. Where, you know, the guys entered from, that's where they set the ramp up against. So I would assume it's uh, a normal concert venue for them. And, like, the arcade and shit like that seems like it's it's there permanently? Yeah, everything seems like it's there all the time. They just come in one night a month and set up an entire arcade and a wrestling match and all that. You gotta be careful following what looks like wrestling fans... Because you might end up like us where we head towards the CVS where there was a Kevin Owens signing. (laughs) (laughs) Figured, oh, fucking wrestling fans, that's that's where we need to be. Oh, you guys, you guys here uh, waiting for, you're in the line for Rev Pro? It's like, what? (laughs) We're we're here for Kevin Owens. (laughs) That guy looked scared. Yeah. I don't know if we upset him somehow. Maybe we but just that man looked scared of us. Maybe it was very confrontational when maybe because we had the sun in our eyes or something, we we looked like we were grimacing at them. <laughs> and just like six guys rolling up. Yeah. What are you here for? <laughs> <laughs> what are you motherfuckers doing out here? What are you sit what are you doing sitting outside of CVS? <laughs> Go to your home. I've always wanted to say go to your home to someone. <laughs> Kevin Owens ain't here. Go go to your home. <laughs> that one got me. 
Uh, so yeah, the show was a really good time. Um, got to see a bunch of dudes we're gonna see in like two weeks in New Orleans. Nice. Got to see good old Jushin Liger. That was fun. Uh, it was since the occasion. It was three sixteen day. Uh, got to see Liger give a Stone Cold Stunner. Oh to, uh, hell yeah! <laughs> to Trevor Lee, that was pretty great. And uh, also got to see a really fucking good match between Keith Lee and Moose. And it was everything I want in life. It oh. was just two big beefy dudes slapping each other. Keith Lee versus Moose, black on black crime, like yep. you've never seen before. Like if you saw the video I posted on Twitter, oh, they were slapping each other. <laughs> Sweat flying, it was great. Everything I want. Keith Lee is great. I love that big black man. Yeah. And then, so after the show ended, we got out of there right away so we could go wait in line for the valet parking. <laughs> and so we're standing waiting for the, for the you know, the line. And there's just this guy to the right of the line standing there holding a lit stick of incense. And like, I still can't, I don't know if he was like an employee or if this is just what he does on Friday nights. Just goes out and makes some incense happen. That sounds really unwholesome. And he looked really angry that we were all there. So, like, I I don't know what that dude was doing. (laughs) And, man, that fucked up my sinuses. What was this venue? What was the venue normally? Like, maybe he was there for some shit that normally goes down on a Friday and find a bunch of sweaty wrestling nerds there instead. It was like, oh man, I thought this was the incense party like it is every week. Well, he was he was <laughs> explaining it. It was like a catch-all venue where it was yeah, different. There's three different ve- venues in this one venue. And there was all at once happening. Oh yeah, so all three venues were being occupied. One was some kind of benefit happening in the banquet hall with the arcades. One was uh, there was a wrestling show, and then there was a band playing as well. That's a lot. Holy that's shit. That's a lot. It's fucking <laughs> maximizing your goddamn take-home pay, that's for sure. Yep. But yeah, as we're leaving, we're seeing like all these like nicely dressed people holding like signs that were supporting someone, I think, named Michael. <laughs> right. So I don't know what those people were, what the benefit was for, but they were there for it. <laughs> it was for yeah, Mike. Of course, it, it was for Michael Elgin. Oh, <laughs> all right. I wouldn't be supporting him these days, but okay. That's what you want to do. You made a tweet last night, uh, wishing wishing Bray Wyatt away from this mortal coil, and you hashtagged it Justice for Garrett. And I clicked on it, and it was about this kid that got murdered. Are you implying? <laughs> are you are you implying that Bray Wyatt murdered a child? <laughs> no, but that's a happy coincidence. <laughs> uh, Garrett is uh, a fellow, well, former at this point staff member on the Voices of Wrestling uh. staff, who now, who is the world's biggest TNA fan, has seen. Every uh, minute of ta- TNA that has ever made tape, and he is now currently their social media guy. Oh, poor, poor boy! And he was very upset at how shitty the Ultimate Deletion was, <laughs> and 
So that's why I said hashtag justice for Garrett. Uh, there's uh, there's Jose's mic making a reappearance. <laughs> Jesus. I think our podcast is haunted. <laughs> it might be. <laughs> I'm not going to say it's not. Are we good now? Yeah, we'll we'll so. see. We'll just we'll we'll work through it. Keep on trucking. Who knows who knows what the cause is? According to Jose, he doesn't do anything differently, so we're not blaming him. We're not blaming you, Jose. But all I know is that none of these things happened when Jose wasn't here. Lies. <laughs> well, you know, the first week that he wasn't here, we weren't able to broadcast, so that's not true. That's true. He was the glue holding this bitch together yeah. for that one. And there we were. Clearly I'm still mad Jose wasn't here last year. Or last week, not last year. Oh, for your... Because last uh, week, he could have saved my team. Yep. He would have, too. I would have saved for you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Right, well, that's all I got really outside of uh, going to see wrestling. I wasn't up to much this week. Solid, fucking solid. What you got going on, guys? Uh, big ups to Kelly for hooking me up with the Egon Donatello action figure, courtesy of Lost World of Wonders. No problem. He has joined my Donatello shelf of uh, Donatello as Egon, Donatello as the Undertaker, and the SH Figure Arts Donatello. And at some point, I'm going to have to have Egon fight the Undertaker. Because that's just perfect. Yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. Uh, besides that, I uh, watched a few movies. You know how we like movies on the podcast. Uh, watched that fucking Power, Wa- Power Rangers reboot is not bad. Right? Like, it's it's got some groany acting and, and dialogue in it. But once it starts to get groany... It's over with very quickly. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, like, it's it's actually not half bad. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, even, it's pretty fun. Even Goldar doesn't, even though it doesn't look great, like, the effects are kind of cool. Like, he doesn't look like Wolf Monster, but I like how it's, like, just constantly melty, moving gold. and Yeah, and uh, the notion of Rita, like, having control over... Like the elements, like to make a gold monster and like a concrete monsters. Yeah. That's, that's kind of cool, like consistency wise. She's she's just chewing the scenery in it. Oh yeah. Um. Uh, Brian Cranston as Zordon is really cool, and I didn't realize that Jason is the mullet dude from Stranger Things season two until I was yeah. watching it. Yeah. They they were all decent Rangers, man. So, like, like, against my better judgment, I was like, I'm going to sit down and watch this because I remember Lee liking it. I remember Kelly liking it. I remember most people who saw it were were pretty high on it. That's the thing. Yeah, everyone that, that saw it kind of dug it, but just none of the people saw it, <laughs> ultimately. the Their whole training montage is pretty fucking cool. Like, not bad, man. Alpha like, teaching them German suplexes. Yes! <laughs> It's not so... You remember when we had that era of everything was trying to be the Dark Knight or Batman Begins. Everything was trying to be a dark, gritty origin story. Like, 
that's what it looked like in the trailers, but it really wasn't that. I mean, there were still no, it wasn't. some elements. It wasn't it wasn't a hokey kids show, but it was well made. Well made. Good job, everybody. Everybody had a character too, so that was cool. Watched Rough Night, which was it's basically the female version of Hangover slash uh, Very Bad Things with Scarlett Johansson and yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Jillian from Workaholics and Kate McKinnon as, as an Australian chick, Zoe Kravitz and um, uh, one uh, Alana from uh, fuck what the, what is the name of that show? Uh, the Comedy Central show. What Broad City? Broad City, exactly. I, I had a B in my mind. Took a total guess. And that uh, I remember when that came out. Like it didn't do well in the box office, and people didn't really seem to like it. But it was—I thought it was decent. It had some funny moments, and uh, it, it goes off the wall a bunch. It's—it's it's very dark. But I would—I would highly recommend. There well, was something that out. Oh, I talked about uh, Ingrid Goes West last week, right? Yeah, yeah. That is very dark. And then lastly, on my on the movie tip this week, uh, got a hair up my ass, sat down, and watched the original Iron Man. And right on. I'll be damned if that thing doesn't still hold up. Yeah, I feel like Iron Man's a perfect movie. It's pretty. It's pretty good. The no, it's not perfect. And no. the only the only thing that is not perfect about it is Terrence Howard. And I'm not not to say that Terrence Howard's performance is bad but he's not terrence howard in the next movie right that's so that's right. the only glaring problem with iron man one i was uh watching a couple of youtube videos today and uh watched one that was suggesting that roadie should be a scroll and that they can kind of use the meta Joke that between Iron Man one and two, he huh, got replaced huh. by a scroll, and nobody realized it. My that money is on uh, Thunderbolt Ross as being a scroll. Sure, why not? Why not uh, uh, Agent Ross too? Uh, another video I watched suggested Loki. That when Loki died in uh, Thor: The Dark World, he got oh, replaced fuck. by a scroll. No, fuck that guy. <laughs> That's a bad take. How about any of any of them can be scrolls at this point, really? No, but like, but the the Ross thing to me makes the most sense because like he talks about having a heart attack on a golf course, and then when he recovers from the heart attack, like having a radically profound change of character. Mm, I like that. Setting it deep. That's an easy one to do. But I'm no shit, and I don't want to be one of those guys that fucking sits around for three hours making. MGU predictions because that's fucking retarded. Uh, they should say that Natalie Portman was a scroll the entire time, but like never have her on screen again. Because you know how in every successive movie they always have that throwaway line about where uh, uh, Jane is, right? So yeah. in in the Avengers four, Thor should be be just like, well, fucking Jane. Jane was a scroll the whole time. It's fucking nuts, man. <laughs> <laughs> that would kind of be hilarious. Uh, but uh, that. Oh, and I've been falling into a hole of kitchen nightmares on YouTube, which is the Gordon Ramsay show where he goes to failing restaurants and tells them about their ass. And you then do he weird stuff. And like, then, why YouTube? <laughs> because like they have like there are three different it's YouTube good shit on YouTube. There are three different <laughs> YouTube channels 
that have official Kitchen Nightmares clips. Gordon Ramsay has a YouTube channel. Kitchen Nightmares has a YouTube channel. And then he also has another show called Hotel Hell, which is the same concept as Kitchen Nightmares, but it's a hotel also. Isn't it all on Netflix? I don't know. But, like, it's it, it shows up in my suggested videos, and I'm like, okay, I'll watch that. And then I open, like, nine tabs of Gordon Ramsay videos. And then, and then we go out to eat somewhere, and I'm much more critical than I was the week before. We, we uh, went around. They've got the Flower and Garden Festival at Epcot right now, which is another excuse for them to charge $7 for fancy uh, samplings of food. And uh, it's just after watching a lot of Kitchen Nightmares, went around there and was like, this is fucking cold. It's stone cold in the middle. It's fucking <laughs> ghastly. <laughs> so that's been my week. So that's a great use of your time, sir. Yeah. <laughs> What's going on, Jose? Where the fuck you been? From the East Coast to the West Coast, back to the East Coast, hit New York again, hit California, hit Jeez. Orlando. It's been a whirlwind. Going to D.C. in two days for two weeks. You should, gonna be, uh, you should go to that. You should go to that march. Which march? Which march? The march for our lives on Saturday. Our lives? Yeah, all of our lives. All of us. Like collectively. all of us. Ma- Mary and I were talking about going to the Orlando version, but the main one is in D.C. on Saturday. So we're walking. We're walking for all our lives. Yeah. <laughs> what do you get? You got a problem with all of our lives? Well, I bet. What's what's. It's the uh, the Parkland kids. It's uh, against guns. It's for for gun regulation. Uh, so there's a catch to this walk. <laughs> <laughs> what do you get got against kids' lives, man? I got nothing against kids. They just want to go to school. Jose hates kids. <laughs> I don't know about giving teachers guns. No, no, that's not what this well, is about at all. It's a horrible idea. <laughs> well, I'm just saying. That's where I stand. Well, don't give teachers guns. We we had cops in our fucking school. Yeah. Yeah, just like the one guy who's like an actual cop, not fucking, you know, Howard Finster, the guy who's supposed to be teaching eighth grade <laughs> economics. Now he's got to be fucking packing heat. That seems stupid. Well, uh, not not to go off on a tangent, but you know the whole one of the things with Parkland was they had a resource officer, and he fucking when shots started going off, he pieced out and he hid, he yeah, took cover. That too. So you yeah, know he about he, right. he resigned in disgrace, and then there was the shooting earlier today in Maryland, and uh, I heard on the radio that it only lasted about a minute because the resource officer took the dude out resource officer was probably like i'm not getting dragged like that parkland guy nope. on the news shut this bitch down now yeah i'm i'm either taking him out or i'm going out fucking blaze of glory he said motherfucker you picked the wrong day cuz i'm on the job <laughs> <laughs> i do my job bang bang ah uh, it's all fucked up <laughs> <laughs> You know what? Go ahead and put that a is the most distinct this season. Sure, sure. Uh, look sure. at current events I've heard in a very long time. I mean, <laughs> it, it just is. All angles. 
Oh no, I don't more disagree. Walk. You are you are but, not wrong. But uh, it's probably going to be uh, a little busy while you're there in DC. So just just forewarning. A little crowded, maybe. Just a little. Ed, when we were in fucking California, Trump was visiting the border. Yeah, he was checking out um, uh, wall prototypes. Is he just, like, screaming at it? I'll wall you up! <laughs> you son of a bitch! <laughs> Fuck okay, you. we can all agree. They're not going to lay a single fucking brick of that wall, right? No. Right. No. no. But it fucking diverts from whatever the fuck he's really doing. Watching you, Russia. <laughs> uh, Red Sparrow move. Everything. <laughs> Jose. Watch. Jose. One day, they got, they got it. They got Lee. There's going to, somebody's going to say some kind of like keyword. What? The fuck? Oh, like it's fucking convenient. freight, freight train. From, from watching the Manchurian <laughs> pastor, he's gonna get some some gig, <laughs> some guy, some high profile dude out of nowhere is gonna be like, man, you all right? I want you to officiate. And somebody in the crowd, when they say, "Does anyone object?" He's gonna make a joke, but that joke's the key word that was implanted during yep. his viewing of Red Sparrow. Yeah, and he's gonna murder that man. Manchurian candidate. Watch wow. out. That sounds exciting. Lee is a sleeper cell. (laughs) Please stop. (laughs) Please stop this line of inquiry. It makes me very uncomfortable. I'm just saying. Oklahoma. Zippity do in the doo wop. (laughs) Foliage. Make Lee kill someone. I'm home alone with my family. Please stop. <laughs> never, they'll never see double murder suicide. <laughs> <laughs> that he can play from his fucking collar. <laughs> oh God. All right, let's fucking get into it. We're gonna go it's for it. Time. All right. Or, or do you want to do like we did last week? Take a break, come back, and do football and quick news. Uh, yeah, let's do that. Okay, that's a solid plan. Uh, but before we go to football, we did get one other piece of mail. Okay, cool. Look at all this fan mail. That Mahoney sent in to popcast at peldonpages.com. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, and again, like he's known to be to do from time to time, uh, sent in a, a visual bit <laughs> for our audio podcast. Um, <laughs> but I'm going to afford this to Nice. Maybe we can put this on the YouTube. I don't I don't know. Uh, maybe, maybe, maybe not. Um, he sent I can, in. I can at least link it in the chat or something. Exactly. He sent in, uh, saw this and thought of Lee, and then it's an image um, of what appears to be like a severed dick on a plate. But luckily, there's a caption above the image that says, This penis-shaped snack is a Turkish drunk food called Sirdan. <laughs> It's sheep or cow intestine stuffed with rice, meat, and onions. It might not look appetizing, but those who have tried it say it's delicious. So and it's don't not worry. really a dick. It is not really a dick. That's good. And don't worry, the intestines are thoroughly washed, so it's safe to eat. So thanks, Mohan. Appreciate that. But Just it looks like, like a fucking a dick. Nightmare. As long it as it's thoroughly washed, like it. all good to eat. 
Totally lost. Totally good to eat. No health insurance there. Only Let's walk from that. Day. That's all. <laughs> oh, no. Where's the eating dick walk? <laughs> it could be the same walk if you want it to be. <laughs> I'm sure there's a couple. Uh, I'll stop. God damn. God damn. <laughs> <laughs> Let's stop. take a break. Jesus Christ. Let's take a break. Uh, we'll come back. We'll do football. We'll do quick news. And then roll the fuck up out of here. So enjoy this interlude. Back shortly. Love you. Bye. Break. Tell me what to do. Show me how to feel. Under your control. Everything is real. So hit me. So hit me First a confession With you, I feel a connection With you, it's like an infection I've been infected with an obsession With you, never any tension Nothing but love and affection Enough of my case, so let's cut to the chase Listen up, cause these are the directions Obey what I say, don't complain, I don't wanna hear questions Follow my lead, I'm default to your needs, it's an order, it's not a suggestion I'm about to teach you a lesson, I recommend you pay attention This is my kingdom, you're stripped of all freedom, you want nothing but my possession Head back, hands tied, mouth shut, eyes wide Baby, I'm yours, baby, I'm yours Whatever you say, go Nobody needs to know Whatever you say, go I'm under your control So hit me So, for the remainder you were about to get chained up If ever you feel you're in danger Just say the safe word, I won't get anger Now, I'm done being playful I promise that I keep it tasteful So, lay on the table Cause this is about to get painful Open up wide, I'm going inside You're not going nowhere until the sunrise I love when you scream, I know what it means That's why we make a good team but never a witness How we get off is nobody's business, is it? So, it's funny how nobody knows How much you love being under what control to do. Tell me what to do Show me how to feel Show me how to feel Under your control Under your control Everything is real Whatever you say, go Nobody needs to know Say I'm under your control So hit me Nothing but love and affection So hit me Nothing but love and affection So hit me Head back, hands tied Mouth shut, eyes wide, baby, I'm yours. I said, baby, I'm yours. Whatever you say, go. Nobody needs to know. Whatever you say, go. I'm 
Ripped Apparel is your one-stop shop for limited edition t-shirts featuring all the crap that you already like anyway. Every day you're going to see three new limited edition designs available only for 24 hours. That's just a single day. After that, they're gone forever. And uh, best yet, if you want to check them out, buy a little something, something they're going to throw a little kickback to us, your folks, your friends here at the podcast. So go to panelsonpage.com. Click that banner at the top of the page or on the sidebar at pcn.panelsonpage.com. Or you can just update your bookmark. Check it on your phone every single morning. That's what I do. Uh, ripped. That's R-I-P-T dot panelsonpage.com. T-shirts start at just 10 bucks, and they'll kick us a little something every time. Help us keep the lights on. Help us keep the podcast going. Help us keep the side, side up and get you a pretty cool T-shirt, man. Cool swag, cool shirts, good people, good deals from your favorite podcast. So check it out, rip.panelsonpages.com, 24-hour limited edition t-shirts that are pretty damn awesome. Check it out. And uh, now back to your regularly scheduled podcast. I had to go run around and gather up some some bits and parts. A little earlier tonight, Dats comes up, just straight up in his drawers. That's the thing he does now, like after his bath. We don't put pants on. We just we just we just straight to underwear city. The jazz comes tearing up in the drawers. Says, "Hey, let's play Megazords." I'm like, cool, no problem. What you want? He says, "Let's play the Shink Tengers." I'm like, "Oh man, can we do like literally anything else?" Because <laughs> for those of you that are unfamiliar, the Shink Tenger and Samurai Megazord, the Zords. It's lots of uh, fiddly parts forming nonsense. So, like, those, I think it's something like uh, like 11 Zords break down into, I counted it one time, 64 component pieces. Oh, geez. That you break down and rearrange into the, the big kind of final combination, which is why I display it as. And I'm like, what if we pick anything else? I'm like, no, this Shank Hengers. Fine. So I take this big bastard, I'm sitting down, I'm taking it apart, and he starts kind of like helping, like, you know, because at this point he knows how this shit works. I get up maybe a third of the way done, he goes, Oh, I'm tired. I go find mom. And just pimps <laughs> away. <laughs> <laughs> Leave me with a pile of fucking origami animals to fuck with. So I'm going to be reassembling those during football time. FYI. <laughs> hey, that's like how I'm sorting out all my King of Pro Wrestling cards. Well, a lot of that. We're all about multitasking on the podcast. Lee and Kelly are like, you couldn't stand my undivided attention. <laughs> no. We're both Japan shitting it up in different ways. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Not much gets my undivided attention these days, except for the kid. <laughs> so, where are we at? Do we, do we have any, like, intros from Zero or anything, or... Uh, we don't have any intros from Zero, but we do have the Brex broke down. Um, we got uh, everyone involved should be able to, uh, to do the damn thing this week. Though. Yep. So this is the second uh, set of matchups for round one, uh, population actual fantasy football. So tonight 
We got Jose's Trace Stars, three stars. Three I think I think it's huh? Trace Asterisks. Trace Asterisks. Asterisks, sir. I like it. I like, of I'll course take it. it is. Of course it's fuck me. I'm sorry. You're right. It's Trace <laughs> Asterisks, obviously. Uh, that is the Juggernaut, uh, Bullseye, and Black Panther. Hold Go up. ahead and put a fucking asterisk by this season. Sure, sure, <laughs> sure. Uh, taking on Travis Fowler's Scarlet Dominoes. That is the Scarlet Spider, uh, Macari, Macari, uh, and Domino. Macaroni. <laughs> macaroni. I'm you going up against up a macaroni. <laughs> I gotta say, like, I appreciate some of the people who participate in actual fantasy sports are huge comic book nerds like big time but like if if you put a player on your team and we immediately don't know how to pronounce it that doesn't look good for you <laughs> just saying yeah not gonna lie i had to look him up straight up he's so uh, he's an he's an eternal by the way yeah but fuck does that do with football he's one of like <laughs> the only marvel speedsters something tells me jose right. didn't do the research for this week <laughs> right. yeah, I'm fucking on it. it don't matter bring it bring bring your speed uh, so so then, does who okay we gotta we got jose's or our our matchup lee and yeah. nice and then the other match is uh me my glorious team of rogues on rogues on rogues that is going to be the reverse flash, Captain Boomerang, and King Shark. Taking on Nyes as Gotham Rogues, a Batman, the Flash, and Green Lantern. Which, boy, that's going to be way more of a toss-up than I thought. What a good pairing zero. <laughs> so, uh, to get things started, Travis uh, called in. And well, then he called in. Yeah. <laughs> and then he called in again. <laughs> uh, first, uh, we do have a voicemail from Mahoney that is football related. So That is true. That is true. Uh, uh, he, he, sent, he sent that voicemail by calling 616-9511-POP. Mahoney, <laughs> who go. was unceremoniously eliminated last week with his or team. ceremoniously. With his team of uh, microbial give you diarrhea. Yes. <laughs> Hello, PopCast. It's Mahoney. Uh, I'm calling to say that I do not want to have a wild card game with Kelly's Dave blood infected egg team because if I have uh, what's his face, the I don't even remember his name anymore. But if I have- he doesn't remember the name of the guy on his team, <laughs> let me just point that out real quick. I have him make the egg dude shit all over the football field. That sounds absolutely disgusting, and I don't want to be part of that. But I do want to say that while I do not remember any of the players on Nye's or Lee's team, uh, I strongly feel uh, with every fiber of my being that Lee's team would win and uh, come out on top. So yeah. definitely yeah, um, I'm going to assume that Nye's has Beast on one team, and uh, I feel like Beast's big giant feet would just make him terrible at football. So I'm going to give that one to Lee's team. You can put me down if you're tallying the boats. You can put me down for Lee's team on the Marvel side. And then um, also on the DC side, Nyes would probably have some sort of Batman person. And we all know that they uh, they hate football because um, Gotham is a lacrosse town. So you can go ahead and put me down for Lee when you're tallying the votes 
just uh, put me down for Lee on that one, too. Okay? There you go. Nice. After you <laughs> torpedoed my shitting team, have a, have a nice trip to the off-season where you can golf and, uh, you know, do whatever else they do in the off-season. Okay. Love you. Bye. <laughs> <clears throat> well, uh, and I like it. For the record, I do not have Beast on my Marvel team, but I do have a Batman guy on my DC team, so... I I will concede Mahoney as a tiebreaker if it comes down to it for Ooh, all right. for our matchup, Lee. Okay. But uh we do have That might be your ruin. We do have people in the chat. Six people That's watching. Right. We're pretty good pretty good chat right now. Yeah. So if you this are in the happen. chat and you are listening and you are gonna weigh in on these votes, make sure to let let me know. We got Juggalo John chiming in. So uh, we'll go from there. So uh, while we're waiting Everyone on... Everyone is welcome to participate. Yes. While we're uh, waiting on that, uh, let's get to uh, Travis Fowler's three voicemails. Hey, it's Travis. I am calling in with my strategy uh, going up against Jose. So here we go. They say defense wins big games, so... We'll start off with that. Uh, first thing, Bullseye is just a human uh, with great aiming abilities. Uh, before he became a mercenary or, you know. Uh, I wonder why it took him three voicemails to get this across. <laughs> kill for hire. Uh, he played in uh, the Major League uh, Baseball in the MLB. After a while. Uh, he did get tired of pitching perfect games, and so his very last pitch, he threw the ball at the batter's head, instantly killing him. He's just and telling us a bullseye story. No. <laughs> so this just proves that bullseye only likes to have lethal throws. Anything else uh, just bores him. And if he were to throw uh, the football lethally, he would either A, kill my defense, or injure his own player, kill his own player, take their hands off, which is not within the rules. Uh, so after a while of, you know, not being able to kill somebody and, and not being so accurate, he just would quit and, you know, the, they would be not that kind of stupid. It would be no, over. I don't know about that. Uh, so next is Juggernaut. Uh, it is known that nothing on earth can stop the Juggernaut. That's, I mean, we all know that. That's a big thing to overcome. See, this is where uh, Makari comes in. Makari is a uh, cosmic eternal for Earth. Uh, he's cosmically uh, reinforced his body, and he's indestructible, and only a cosmic force more powerful than him can stop him or total molecular disintegration. So... None of his players can do that. So stopping the juggernaut on the run game, you know, when you're at Eternal, you're not on Earth. So we'll have no problem stopping juggernaut uh, with the run game. Okay. Uh, so now that we've stopped juggernaut, this leaves Scarlet Spider and Domino doing double coverage on Black Panther. Uh, like I said, Why you got to double cover the black man? <laughs> I know what's up. Earlier with Bullseye off of his game because he's bored. Uh, and even as a clone, uh, Ben has 
spider sense and spider agilities. So he'll know when the ball is coming and be able to outmaneuver uh, Panther to get an interception. You know, this can't happen every time, so when Panther does get the best of Ben, Domino is going to use her mutant abilities where she can subliminally and psionically. Looks like that's where his first voicemail ended. So I'll pick up where I left off and talk a little faster this time. <laughs> so when Panther beats Ben, because it's going, it's bound to happen, this is where Domino is going to uh, step in. Uh, her mutant abilities to subliminally and psionically initiate random uh, kinetic phenomenons uh, that will affect the probability in her favor, giving her good luck. This only happens... Uh, when things are improbable, not impossible. So it's not impossible for her to stop uh, Black Panther or to intercept the pass. So, Oh, man, you think Bullseye's bored. <laughs> no shit, right? She'll see that Ben has missed the pass, then she'll start running towards Panther. That's when her mutant ability is going to kick in, and that is either going to cause a forced fumble, uh, where at that point the ball is just going to luckily go back in to uh, Ben's hands, and he is going to use his ability to run around, juggernaut, jump over, bullseye, and score a touchdown. Now to the offense. So, I mean, technically I'm going up against a two-person defense. I've said this earlier, bullseye is just a human. Now he is agile, but when it comes to that, he's no contest when it comes to Ben and Domino. Um, he can't throw objects at him uh, because it'll kill him. Once again, breaking the rules. So, I know I touched earlier on Makari being uh, an eternal for Earth. He has superhuman strength, speed, and stamina. He also has flight, psionic power, cosmic energy manipulation, and teleportation. This is where Makari is the wild card. He is the fastest being in the Marvel Universe. He's devoted all of his training and cosmic energy towards speed. So, we can't. And he looks like a straight-up dildo. <laughs> and and Jose's... Sabotaging. He's sabotaging. Uh, Jose's sabotaging. Jose's microphone just committed suicide. <laughs> I didn't do shit. <laughs> it is your microphone, though. What? It's it's crackling <laughs> like it did uh, a month ago. It sounds like a fire. <laughs> yeah, mute mute yourself. Oh, so I call I call shenanigans. You guys are trying to hold my team back. You'll get your turn. You'll get your turn. Travis is still going, and and your your mic was. You sound like you're out. on fire. Yeah. <laughs> you sound like a toasty marshmallow. Hand him the ball in the backfield, and he's gone. Nobody can touch his super speed because it's instant. Uh, if Juggernaut were to get in the way, he'd run him over. Speaking of Juggernaut. We all know when he starts running, he puts his head down and runs head first. Once again, another rule violation where if you lead with the head on a tackle, it's unsportsmanlike conduct and unnecessary roughness. <laughs> that's not, that's not bad. Uh, is going to be off of his game for tackling. Now, when Ben uses his spider abilities, uh, he is going to be able to outmaneuver Bullseye and throw the passes to Domino. While he's not a natural athlete, it has been shown that Pete uh, has... 
excuse me, but Pete has outdone Flash Thompson. Ben's an exact clone of Pete, so having the athletic ability and agility is a good thing. He'll have no problem being quarterback. This And his final voicemail. And finally, this leaves Domino. Uh, Domino's the wide receiver when we're not handing off to Macari. So just like on defense, when she sees the ball coming, she is going to be able to outmaneuver, use her mutant ability to catch the ball, and then as she catches the ball, she's going to go for the touchdown where – uh, Panther is going to accidentally, you know, miss the tackle or get a shoestring tackle. She's going to be able to do a spin move and outmaneuver Black Panther because it is, you know, like we said, uh, it's improbable that she might miss it, but it's not impossible. So anything that is improbable, she is going to be able to turn in her favor. Now, if she runs the ball, it's the same thing. The end zone is uh, – the end zone is her, her goal. That's where she's going. She's going to be able to easily outmaneuver Bullseye, uh, step to the side of Juggernaut with as agile as she is, and the only competition she's going to have is Black Panther, which once that's going, her mutant ability is going, there's nothing impossible about her getting around Black Panther and scoring that touchdown. Sorry it was three voicemails. Put a lot of thought into this, going up against Jose. Uh, he's, uh, from listening in the past, he, he knows his stuff, so I had to bring my A-game. Uh, good luck, Jose, and uh, may the best man win. All right. All right, real quick, first off. Jose's on fire again. <laughs> no one else sent in Hold three on. voicemails. Uh, say again? No one else sent in three voicemails. Too goddamn much. <laughs> I appreciate get, the passion. You get one voicemail worth <laughs> to call in, and if you don't get it through by the end of that voicemail, that's it. Hello? Yeah, yeah, you're there, but you're you're crackling. Can you hear us? Yeah, hang up and come back. Or, or un- unplug. Or something. <clears throat> and I also wanted to put this out there, because Juggalo John mentioned it in the chat that Mahoney should have been here live last week to debate his team because that's what won it for him with uh, downtown Lois Lane and uh, Infectious Last. That's true. So if if you are available on the night of your matchup and you want to come on the call, you just let us know. We'll we'll get you on the call. You know we don't have uh, you know a a Skype login like we used to, but uh, hit hit me up and I'll send you the link. Yeah, I need to Google. That's all you need. Yeah, so it's, it's, yeah, it's easy. easy to get on the show. Just ask. Hit <laughs> him up in the DM. Hey, right. there he is. You're on your laptop mic now. No, I just switched USB outlets. Cool. Oh well, I you sound like you're on your laptop mic now, but that will probably be better. It's better, whatever yeah. it is. Yeah. yeah. So you're you're just a little echoey. You're a little far away, but it's not crackly. So it all no right. longer sounds like Jose's fireside chat. Yeah. <laughs> Jose literally on oh. fire inside. Let me get let me give you guys a little fire sign. <laughs> Let's have it. Okay, number one. I thought you were gonna like smoke up or something. Yeah, I thought I thought he was gonna light the fucking bowl too. <laughs> well that's what mute's for. Oh, I gotcha. Well you so, you were you let in like you were about to light it. 
Let me give you some fireside chat with Jose. <laughs> you hear this? Yeah. There we go. So, Bullseye's not bored. Because number one, for every touchdown he throws, he gets to kill one person. For every turnover he causes, he gets to kill two people. So he's very motivated. Who, so who the, says? His team. Who said does what happens outside the game that has nothing to do with the game doesn't matter in the game. That's true. If GM Jose is getting him a bunch of hobos to kill. Yeah, but like is he killing them while he's on the field and they're in the crowd, or this is afterwards? No. What I do off the court is none of y'all's business. <laughs> Actually, I kind of like the idea of Jose filling the crowd with, like, hobos <laughs> that he or can, that Bullseye can just pick out and fire at. But, yeah, like, see, I don't break the rules. Are they, are his other team members paying him to be a part of this? Or, like, did they hire him as a mercenary? Does it matter what my contract with my player says? <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, you hired him. I gotcha, I gotcha. What, 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 what's going on? going on what's all these questions it's got nothing to do with on the field i will not answer questions about my players off the field excursion gotcha yeah i'm here to talk about the game number one i follow the rules and that's why even with his head down if it's waste area hit it's legal you can't lead with your helmet to anything above the shoulder you can't go chest high with your knee or, or your helmet. You can, you can tackle low. I tackle by the book like a spear. You can spear somebody. That's all Juggernaut throws is a spear <laughs> tackle. So don't get hit by one. I feel and like Juggernaut is – Juggernaut's really tall, though, so it's going to be hard for him to go don't for the worry. legs. We, that's what the practice feels for. Okay. We practiced this. This isn't the first time we've gotten we practiced this. Gotcha. So, there you go. Now, he said that they're going to double team. Well, if Bullseye's not bored, then the double team is is off. But they're, but they're, that's already their game. Their game plan is counting on Bullseye being bored. Sure. So, your game plan is already fucked. <laughs> but while you're double teaming, quarterback sneak. Like, you don't just stand there the whole time. If nobody's guarding, you can go. And Bullseye is your quarterback? Bullseye is the quarterback. And he's going to sneak? If no one's guarding him, <laughs> yeah, he's going to fucking go. Nice. Now, a question on Domino. Is, is her power, like, it just happened to always look? Or does she mentally have to choose this is the moment this happens? It says it's subconsciously controlled, and it's triggered when she's in a stressful situation. So, in the minute, it's not like it has a one hundred percent success rate, right? So, what what you're counting on is she's lucky a hundred percent of the game because just because she's lucky doesn't make her athletic. Just because she can kill somebody, that doesn't mean she can catch a ball for shit. And your luck's going to run out so much by the fourth quarter. So that's my rebuttal to if if Domino's not, what does she do in the game? 
She's gonna I mean, Randall? we've seen Domino is, like, athletic. Oh, for sure. Have we? Yeah, we've also yeah. seen her get stabbed and shot and all but blowed up. So, okay, like, but like, was she catching a ball while doing this? Because she's the wide receiver. So has she displayed the ability to catch a football? Solid point. Man's got a point. I now there's a difference between agility and just raw like you can do shit. You can scale a mountain, but that does not make you athletic to I be would... able to play sports. Peter Parker, fucking nerd. <laughs> he can't throw. <laughs> I mean, he he's a, he's a web he slinger. Throw? He doesn't throw his web. He, he yeah, he kind of web. does. He kind he of does. His hand. He's gonna point his hand. Yeah, but he oh. also uses physics to determine where he needs to point it to but get that the perfect mean arc. He can throw. Let show me a hundred nerds. Break down the physics of throwing a ball and then pick up a ball and throw it. Uh, well, in Amazing Spider-Man, doesn't once he gets once Andrew Garfield got the spider powers, he could fucking dunk and he shattered the backboard. Are we playing basketball? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just using an example for Did the spider powers. The ball? Now, number one, he was able to dunk the ball, which means he can hold the ball, which he can palm the ball. He can palm the ball. If anything, Spider-Man should have been your wide receiver. That's Jerry Rice hands. You're 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 making the guy That's a with good wet hands throw the ball, not catch the ball. I'm willing and, and to you're give counting on luck every time. So she needs not only luck to be in her favor to catch the ball, because she's she can't catch. She has to have the luck. Peter Parker can actually get the ball to her. And then she has to have the luck that my guy doesn't intercept or that they don't tackle her and she fumbles. Because now not only does she catch the ball, she has to catch the ball, come down with two feet in bounds and make a football move before getting fucking speared <laughs> and the ball knocked out of her hands. Now, if she's made a football move and is speared, as the ball goes flying out of her hands, it's a fumble. But if she's lucky, it's an incomplete catch. But then you still don't get no yards. You lost it down. That could be fourth down. Now, bam. Now it's my ball. Which brings me to ball control, time management. The last person with the ball in football will most likely win if the situation is right. So you can score all you want. I just need to match you and hold the ball. So you need to stop me from getting first downs. Not even scoring. You have to stop first down. I can jagger nut you all the way down. <laughs> style, and just wear the clock down. Now you now you if you stop me from getting first downs, that kind of hurts my my thing a little bit but then that's why i got the quarterback sneak when you're double teaming guys you shouldn't and then i got black panther who's just hot he's on fire <laughs> black panther is like any given sunday with jamie fox <laughs> he's number one draft pick right now that's what i'm saying so 
<laughs> you can get lucky and hope you stop him, but you probably so so what you're saying is Black Panther being black is more of a benefit than Domino being lucky. Yes. <laughs> and hot. He's just hot. It's hot. He's hotter than fucking. See him with okay. his damn shirt off? So Juggalo John uh, in the chat is asking, how do you combat the speedster? Makari. He, he still needs to. Peter Parker still needs to get the pass to him. He can be as fast as it's he wants. Technically, he doesn't have the ball. Technically, it's Ben Riley who is a clone of Peter Parker. So, but it's not Peter Parker. Ben Riley's seen some shit. But has he thrown a fucking football? I feel like the spider powers heighten all of your senses. And yes, it heightens the senses, and I'm not saying he can't throw the bar the ball far. But what I'm saying is, is it doesn't make make him a fucking football quarterback superstar by default, just because he's got the power. That's what I'm saying. Is you, you guys show me some type of football athleticism, some throwing ability? I'm I'm just saying I don't necessarily agree with your idea that. He's just some fucking nerd who's got spider powers now. I'm saying the spider powers are going to benefit him in a football game a little bit at at I'm the at the very not. least. I'm not saying they're not. But what I'm saying is is you can be benefited a little bit and throw the ball seventy yards, but if you keep throwing it in the fucking stands, it don't matter. <laughs> um okay, so what do you got? And, and, and Macari, Macari, Macari. The, the, the guy. No, I count Spider Man. Hold on. Uh, okay. Good yeah. radio. Can't throw for shit. Nerd. <laughs> <laughs> hit, hit that one. Uh, based on luck, doesn't mean shit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and this it's not basketball it's not run and gun just because i score it doesn't necessarily mean you get the ball back i can onside kick it and you're not going to expect it because you you're going to think bullseye is lazy maybe he plays possum maybe he plays possum the first play of the game and he's just disinterested and he looks so fucking pissed and i'm kicking the ball up to you but i onside kick it i recover I score the first touchdown. Or I just fucking hold the ball the whole goddamn game and just keep getting first downs. You never touch the fucking pigskin. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. So uh, uh, what were you going to make? Valkyrie, Mercury, Macaroni? Macari. Yeah. Macari. And what, what was Macari? He's uh, a... Sushi? A speedster... And he's a... He's one of the Eternals. Eternals. A real fast boy. Right. So didn't he say he wasn't on Earth? He's not of Earth? How are you going to tackle if you're not on Earth? You can't go on Earth. <laughs> you're not here. You're not fucking here. You're out in the tunnel. Your head's... You want to talk about head not in the game. That head is way out of the game. I don't know. But what is he going to do? Who was he? He was he was his running back. Yeah, I would assume he's he's his running back or his his wide out. 
Well, I, I thought, I thought, I'm pretty sure I thought he said Domino was the White House. Well, well, I mean, it's a, it's a three-man team, so you gotta you gotta have some diversity in there. You gotta. Well, be- yeah, but it, but no, but you have to have you line up quarterback, wide receiver, running back. Now the running back can option and line up as a wide receiver, but by default position, I think you know it's got to be starting one running back, one quarterback, one wide receiver. But your running back can still catch the ball. That's a plus. There's running backs that get only known for the running, but some's got good hands, which is why I don't see why he didn't make Peter Parker your ball catcher. That is probably your best point because of the sticky fingers. Now, what if he gets nervous and he oversticks and he doesn't throw the ball? The ball <laughs> and then he gets set <laughs> by the juggernaut. Tasty rhino fucking just beer. All right. Okay. So that's what I'm saying. So, and again, and again, the speedster is his running back. So he can get the ball and run the touchdown before I catch him, but then it's back to my fault. All right, all right, solid, solid. And then if, if my ga- if my whole game is clock management, game control, and his ga- his whole game, his whole his whole strategy is based on my quarterback not playing up to his abilities because he's bored and disinterested in the game at hand. But I put that shit up as fuel for the fire. That that shit's on the coke board. We saw that shit before we came out on the field. On the court board. I do think if the matchup is just kind of one team grinding on the other for, you know, the entire game, then Jose's team is going to last longer than Travis's team, I feel. Be- just just based on juggernaut. If, if you, you have juggernaut, to go, you got, if you have to go four quarters, he's the bus, baby. If you have to go four quarters against juggernaut, you're going to be, you're going to have a bad time. It's gonna and be rough. Is like that's the thing too is that um, that story that Travis told us uh, about Bullseye and the baseball. Yeah, read that. That's great. But that boredom set in after like you know season a streak of being on the top. Yeah. The man's not gonna be bored on game number one. Yeah, he needs to get on top before he gets bored. Gonna be exactly. bored. Or the incentive was also good. Like that's the all- bounty system, baby. We'll pay the penalties. <laughs> I'll pay the fine. <laughs> that shit's got nothing to do with in the game. It's got, and it's not even happening during the playoffs. That shit's after we're holding the championship. Yeah, Ben's Spider Sense, uh, like the Spider Sense tells you of danger. It doesn't necessarily tell you like precognition right. where the ball's gonna go. And let me give you a hint. Let me like, give you a glimpse into his Spider Sense mind. Oh shit, Jaggernuts. Oh shit. I <laughs> uh, feel like Domino. Again, Domino's power does not work with a 100% efficiency. So, like, it's going to be a problem, but it's not going to be a never ending onslaught of fucking fumbles and missed throws. I would, be, I would be willing to give Domino the benefit of the doubt that she catches 100% of the passes thrown to her. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> but once she Why? gets Why? on what merit? I'm, on what 
premise, just just based what what kind of ball share are we talking are we talking she's going to catch 100% of 20 passes are we talking she has a baller just outstanding reception let game me, is that what we're saying let me finish. otherwise if she's catching like 5 yard dinks it don't mean shit let me let me finish my point i'm willing to give her the benefit of the doubt that she catches 100% of the passes thrown to her what she does after she catches that pass that's another story altogether and going up against Juggernaut, Bullseye, and Black Panther, even oh, as a superhero, fumble. even as a member of X-Force, you caught the ball, now you got to run it down to the end zone. I, I got to say that the only X-Factor for me, like ha. I feel like Jose had solid, solid logic. Travis put a lot of thought into it as well, obviously. But banking on... Bullseye being bored, banking on the spider scent to like precog shit, and Domino just wrecking shit with her luck power. I don't dig that. The X Factor is this Macri character who I literally don't know a whole lot about. But when going to uh, Wikipedia about Macri, Macari, whatever the fuck. Like a speedster, yeah, but a speedster that uh, whose body eventually accumulates fatigue poisons and is susceptible to injury. Oh, and we're playing football. <laughs> You're running back. You're the Arian Foster. Awesome when you're in the game. But guess what? Pulled hamstring. Didn't stretch enough because you didn't take bullseye serious. Yeah, I got to go with Jose. Yeah. Like, the way Travis described it, I thought Makari was something more than just a speedster. But well, he's an eternal, so, like... What the fuck does that mean to me? That means the Celestials <laughs> made him back in the long... It's, it's some weird Which Kirby he's above this fucking mundane game of football that That's I keep getting thing. hurt. That's like, the thing. If you can say that Bullseye is going to get bored, what the fuck does Makari give a shit about football? Yeah. Like what? What's an eternal doing playing football? That, yeah, that's and his idea of football. Life. They kick it, and it's called soccer, because he's a speedster and he loves using his feet. He's a soccer fan. He right. said, "Oh, this football." Uh, um, let's put it to the chat as well. We've got Juan has a vote for Travis due to Jose fucking him on Tom Petty versus Fifty Cent a few years ago <laughs> on Eleventh Hour March Madness. Oh, so so that right there shows he knows I won. But, <laughs> but to fuck me, he's going again. Juggalo so. John says he feels Jose is the stronger team. The bullseye being bored argument is meh. And uh, he also says the my guys are better at football is a poor argument for all the people on both teams. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody else in the chat want to weigh in on their vote? Because that's... One for Jose, one for Travis, and then Kelly and Lee are both leaning towards Jose. Yeah, I think I think Jose takes it. There you go. Just, just Jose moves on to round two. I, I, I will also vote for Jose. So remember that, Jose. <laughs> 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 None of that horse shit. No payola here. Hey, it's all, it's all about the argument. I just want to hear it out. 
I want to weigh the options, and I'm going to give the best vote I can. And but this is like asking my face. It wasn't your best argument you've ever given on the podcast, whether it be basketball or Gandalf or football, but it was no no offense, Travis, but it took him three voicemails to get through it and. It, it didn't grab any of us. There, there weren't weren't any points that made us really go, yeah. There we go. That's that's a winner right there. But not terrible. Good, good, good. Well thought out. It's a good game. Just applause. Yeah, agree. So I think that means that Jose, the trace asterisk, we taking on uh, Zero's Avengers tackle in the next round. Oops. So yeah, that's gonna be Vision, Iron Man, and Quicksilver. All right. All right. It's fucking going down. <laughs> Let me tell you something about rogues on rogues on rogues. Tell me something. You mean you mean rogues on rogues on rouges? <laughs> yes, on rouges. Yes, exactly. I'll smell a bit of dust. Say rouges. <laughs> you know what? Fuck it. I like it. We're gonna go rouges. All right. You got yourself. Eobardthon, the reverse Flash. Which, yeah, you got the Flash on your team. That's no bullshit. Great. But uh, reverse Flash killed his fucking mom. Killed Flash's mom. So there's going to be that whole thing. And so then you got Bruce Wayne with his fucking orphaned ass. <laughs> so you got this evil flashy dickweed running around talking about, you know, oh, you know what else would be really great? If your dad was here to watch this. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's not gonna be a thing they can do. So, so he gets a mind game going on. Plus, he's a fucking genius. He's a master strategist, the ultimate call uh, play caller. He can create speed mirages of himself. So you got one reverse flash, but it looks like he got twelve. So you don't know who the fuck who's got the ball. So you give the ball. He's running that ball, and you don't know which one it is. It could be any one of the numerous. Speed mirages. It's true. Kind of like the the Hall of Mirrors in uh, Enter the Dragon. Exactly. Kind of like, exactly. And so you're going to, oh, wait, you know which one he is. You're going to get close. Don't worry. He's gone intangible. Don't worry about it. You're going to run right through his ass. It's fine. So, so he's run that bitch at the end zone every single time. But so you, maybe you don't want to run. Maybe you want to power through. And that's where you got motherfucking King Shark. I don't know if you know this or not, but he's a shark. <laughs> he's a shark with legs, which is the scariest thing anyone has ever seen on, on in the world because sharks are soulless killing machines and this guy runs around the fucking land. Strong. He's dumb as shit, but that's fine. His one goal is to go that way. Your goal is to go that way, you big dumb son of a bitch. That's it. And who's going to help get you there? Captain Boomerang. <laughs> that's right. Digger fucking Harkness. Going to be out there throwing shit. So not only is he a master marksman, but pinpoint accuracy with this motherfucker. He can throw a ball, Jose. Hope paying attention. Can he? Or can he throw a boomerang? He can throw anything. He can throw a fucking baby across the goddamn floor we had to. But I'm glad you mentioned the boomerangs because as per the rules, sure. anything they normally have on them they've got. So this motherfucker's got a coat full of bullshit trick boomerangs. He wants a smokescreen boomerangs? He got you. He wants some sticky tag boomerangs? He got you. You want some fucking stink bomb boomerangs? He got you there too. Do you want a fucking jock itch boomerang? <laughs> he got you. Jock itch ain't no joke. It's, it's, it's going to be a real problem 
when suddenly, you know, Bruce Wayne is trying to fucking make a call and Boomerang goes by and that was balls <laughs> I mean, he's wearing that suit a lot, so I think his balls are already itching. Touche. <laughs> yeah, but it's, it's his, he's throwing his flavor. <laughs> Fair point. I will concede itchy balls to Batman. <laughs> Touche. I like it. Is that, is that, are, are you so, done? So Captain Boomerang is your quarterback. Cat remains the quarterback. Fish is your running back. Fish. Big King Fish. Shark. I'm sorry. King Shark. Excuse me, my lord. Yeah, uh, and Reverse Flash is the entire fucking offensive line because you never know where he is. He could be playing all the positions at one time. I, I do like that. That you, you got me on that one. So, Eddie, what else? So, yeah. Green Lantern is going to be throwing up some bullshit constructs and that's fine yep you're gonna fucking throw up a, a fucking a, a net to catch reverse flash something just run through that shit now best case scenario you might how you, legal, you, you may be catching you might be catching king shark in your fucking tuna nets i'll give you that how legal <laughs> is is the use of the ring uh well he's uh, allowed to use it stand? he's allowed to use it but he's not allowed to break any football rules so you know holding would be against the rules um well, wouldn't that be a net though yeah i mean lee said a net i didn't say a fucking net well I, i'm just i'm i'm just trying to see how the ring's being used that's all i'm asking so yeah go, go yeah go, that's I, no. like yeah. like i want to know what lee's expecting so that i can hear what you're gotcha playing. gotcha yeah i know there's gonna be some fuckery with the ring and i expect nothing less you don't fucking bring the ring and not use it. I get it. That's fine. But also, not for nothing, reverse flash, all kinds of yellow. Fuck your Green Lantern ring with your fucking aversion to yellow. That's a horrible design flaw is all I'm saying. Um, is that still the case with... Uh, I, I thought that yellow... Yeah, no, the yellow impurity is gone. Yeah. No, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because well, we, need, we, we, we ran in... Ruling on on that, we I ran the ruling that's uh, the yellow impurities go. Okay. We ran. I, I did this. like that. I like. I like I that. Who's goddamn authority? But okay, <laughs> Jeff Johns. We talked about this in the basketball tournament because there was. Yeah, a green... but it, it didn't benefit me then. <laughs> he said it didn't matter then. I wasn't in that game. I wasn't in that one. Yeah. So. Yeah. No. I, I think that with the, the psychological factor of reverse flash on I, I especially like the flash. But even the Batman, because reverse flash knows all this shit. He's from the future. He knows who the fuck Bruce Wayne is. It's fine. So he you can you can see ahead. He can manip he's he's manipulating everything. He's he's seen this game before. He's seen it a hundred he's played this game before a hundred times. No, that's time travel. You can't you can't use that. You cannot go into back. the you cannot go into the future and see this game play out and then come back. But, now, but here's the question: If he's from the future, did this game already happen? Exactly. And then he came back, and then it happened. The motherfucker is a walking paradox. It's now, very I, yes, he he cannot go into the future and see the game. But has this game happened in the future before he came back? Time travel. 
whether it be he's coming. Yeah, but he, he's already – he had the time travel. When, he's in the game. Whether if he's from the future and he's coming to the present, present to play this game – or but he's whether not he's coming to play this game. He came from the future. Okay. Isn't that okay. like his character's thing? Okay. Okay. He came Is from he, the future. He's, he's already came from the future. That's how he's here. Whether he came from the future or he time traveled, that is using the benefit of but time travel to benefit he, the team. It, allow it. He didn't I'll time travel to play the game. I'll give it to you. I'll give you that one. But they don't do shit. For fucking intangibility, because I mean, garages, or electrokinesis, <clears throat> whatever the fuck that is. Uh, I'm just you know, powering on Wikipedia now. Uh, B- Barry has the electrokinesis. He's got the intangibility where he can phase through shit. Sure. And you know, if if we're gonna mince words, you know, uh, Barry Allen can also time travel. So you know, he's probably been to the future at some point and might have seen a newspaper or a fucking sports almanac <laughs> about this game. So if we're gonna mince words, you know, all right. Yeah, I really it's fucked up that they ended up being that close to the first goddamn round. <laughs> fucked up. All right. I need to set. The, I need to set some. Set the mood. Alright, so leading the Gotham Rogues onto the field is none other than Bruce Wayne as Batman. He's an immeasurably skilled tactician, finely tuned athletic masterpiece. Batman at quarterback is as if Joe Montana had his parents murdered at a young age and decided to take up ninjutsu and justice as hobbies. (laughs) Batman as the player coach can lead, he can strategize, and he can counteract the opposing team with ease, devising a contingency plan for every member of the rogues on both sides of the ball. Not only does he walk onto the gridiron with his entire utility belt, including grapnel gun and smoke bombs, but he can throw the ball with the precision accuracy of a battering. Batman rounds out his squad with fellow Justice Leaguers Barry Allen and Jon Stewart, Thanks to his super speed, the Flash is perfect as wide receiver and defensive back, while Green Lantern John Stewart, utilizing constructs from his power ring, is a one-man offensive defensive line, while also serving as the running option for Batman. So just imagine Walter Payton had a power ring. Uh, in regards to matchup, King Shark is a giant mindless animal. All Batman has to do is put a drop of O positive in his water bottle. And he'll bite a referee in half, getting himself ejected for unsportsmanlike conduct. He, he's, he's an insane killing machine. He's not going to follow the rules of a simple game. Uh, Captain Boomerang, Boomerang is basically Batman if you take away the leadership, conditioning, strategy, agility, and just left him with some batarangs. <laughs> the X factor on Lee's team, I admit, is reverse flash. He matches up against Barry Allen really great and in some cases exceeds Barry's power set Uh, he can create the speed mirages like Lee said he can alter an opponent's age and also negate the speed force so I I looked at that matchup and I was kind of like oh fuck but and also Barry's got inexperience on his side Zoom's been doing this for fucking eons because he's from the future 
Uh, so on paper, Reverse Flash gets a slight edge. That's until that's until Batman sits Flash down and draws a game plan to avoid Reverse Flash's heightened abilities. Instead, using them to their team's advantage. But all this is moot when you consider Reverse Flash's one weakness. Do you know what his one weakness is, Lee? What is his one weakness? He's criminally fucking insane. He's a goddamn <laughs> criminal. Uh, in, criminal. How many how many football players are criminally insane? Oh, well, well let me get to that. Criminal <laughs> criminal insanity doesn't go well with a team sport featuring a lot of precise rules. The weakness would be exploited by Batman's game plan, causing the rogues to rack up penalty yards and give up turnovers. Reverse Flash, King Shark, and Captain Boomerang are all skilled and talented in their own ways, but they are also criminals. It would be like building a team around O.J. Simpson, Aaron Hernandez, and Ray Lewis. Sure, damn son, they're gifted yeah, athletes. But that's kind of a good team. They're gifted athletes, but someone is getting murdered. That's a good team, though. It's a good team, but... That's a fucking dangerous team. That's a good team, but they're going to find a bloody knife in OJ's bag at Off some point. Field. Uh, yeah. Batman when, when, is a goddamn sociopath. So when, we're talking about fucking mental disorders. When we've got the world's greatest detective on the other side of the field, yeah, he's going to let OJ's bloody knife in his in his bag go uh, go unnoticed. Well, when I'm talking about fucking keen detection, we're talking about planning and strategizing. And okay. Bat- so, wait, Batman's, wait, wait, wait. The, Batman's the fucking king of that. Yeah, but if he murdered, why would he bring it to the game? Are you saying Batman planted it? <laughs> I think you said Batman's planning that. I was talking, this was a hypothetical about OJ. And, but the other question is, is why is he in the locker room? Talk about. I got questions. It doesn't matter what happens before or after the game, right? No, it does. You got a bunch of. You can't go into. You still have to abide by the rules of the game, and the rules are you don't just go into the other player's locker room before a game. Is is that the rules? It's not your locker room. Yeah, you don't do that. Is is that in the in the football rules? If it's not a rule, it's definitely frowned upon. Well, then then Batman won't go into their locker room. Killer Shark, King Shark is staying the fuck out of your locker rooms. All I'm saying because he respects the <laughs> boundaries. I mean, and you know, you can say that Batman wants to sit down and fucking hammer out a plan with Flash all you want, and that, that that's all fine and well. Then who's good with plans? Reverse Flash. He got so tired of Flash getting one up on him, he made the genius plan to go back in time and kill his fucking mom. <laughs> and you know like, what? I got a plan, you, motherfucker. You, that that is a great point. But Barry Allen and Reverse Flash have gone up against one another a lot of times, and Reverse Flash killed Barry's mom before that, and you know he's he's able to get over that in a few of their run-ins that they've had. I'm just saying. Yeah, but on the field trash talking. He's exactly nothing better than that. As if Reverse Flash doesn't trash talk talking about killing his mom when they're you know battling in. Uh, no, yeah, Central City. Different. No, no, no. This is football trash talk. It's not about killing. It's about what he did to his mom before he killed her. Well, if what you're saying well, got dark. If if <laughs> if what you're saying is yeah, all, but Lee's, that's the whole. Is that the game? Plan. Is that the whole? If that's Lee's whole game plan, then no, I, I await. I'm, I'm not, not speaking for not his whole game plan. plan. But but, but what can't... I'm saying is is that is factored in. 
with the, the two flashes going at each other. That's it is by game. no means. It's not the game plan. The, the I'm, game not, plan. I'm not saying his game plan. Don't don't put those words in my mouth. I'm just saying it was brought up already that that's he's going to do it. The mind games are there for both of them. Now King Shark is impervious to mind games. Because he's a simpleton. <laughs> he's simple, right? Where you to run, boss? Yeah, that's it. What is he gonna run? That's all you got to do. So Batman can't even plan for that shit because all he's got to do is say to go that way. Now you throw some fucking the, the blood in the water. I'll, that's that's pretty smart. <laughs> that's no bullshit. That's pretty good. Like that's a pretty and, Batman and, move. And as, they're, lie. as they're playing, there's probably gonna be cuts and scrapes here and there, and King Shark's gonna be like a crackhead. What, you oh man! Him? If only Snowflame. Like a, like a, if only we could get a Snowflame in as, a, as, a, as an alternate. It's contact. You, you Terry, are you Terry Funkin on the field? It's contact football. There's going to be cuts and scrapes. It happens. Are, are, it happens. Mm-hmm. I'll give you that. I'll give, but see, if anything, I think if I that find, point, if I find out there's been blading on this. Field. <laughs> <laughs> I, if anything, I feel like that is an advantage for my team, and that puts the Gotham Rogues on edge. Like nobody wants like. Yeah, I'm trying to. You don't want to lose plays. the first blood match. Yeah, you're trying to execute plays in the back of your mind. Like, oh shit, I better keep my shit together because if I fuck up here, King Shark will go ape shit. And he'll come after me next. King Shark, I got to, I got to keep it going. If there's blood on the field, King Shark isn't waiting for the ball to be hiked. He's going offsides every play. But you've all, but, but the Gotham Rogues have always got to be expecting that. They got to be. They, they can't ever fully focus on what's going on for fear of the King Shark X factor. And an, and an army of fucking speed mirages. Oh, they're going to be prepared for all of that. Batman has a contingency plan for every member of the Justice League so he can take them out any time that they oh, start to Oh, you're right. Yeah, around. it was a big deal to take out fucking Hawkman. Yeah, that, that's, that's really good. To, 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 oh, man, Hawkman fucking sucks, you guys. Wait, wait, wait to dig deep in the well there, Batman. But uh, <laughs> we're talking about a dimension-spanning... You know how Batman gets rid of Hawkman and cancels his book again? Yeah. <laughs> He hides his mace. <laughs> That's all I got now. What's it? The rapper? Yeah. The rapper. <laughs> yeah he, rides his fa- he hides his favorite album. And may- might I reiterate, my team is a team. They they have been on a team. They are teammates. Lee's team is a bunch of fucking scrub-ass villains. King Shark and Captain Boomerang stripped together on the Suicide Squad for a number of years. Scrub-ass villains. <laughs> they, they have been on the Suicide Squad for a number of years together. And I didn't... They have also, at some point or another, worked with Eobar and Thawne to fucking fight the Flash. Tell me... Those rogues are all super tight, man. Po- point me to somewhere on the internet where it says that Captain Boomerang can throw something other than a boomerang. He's a goddamn expert marksman, motherfucker. He is expert with boomerangs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, not like Batman! Not like Batman! He's not Bullseye. He's not but Hawkeye. He's Captain Boomerang. <laughs> if I will say this though, if I were to believe who could throw me the tightest spiral, I'd probably say Batman. Yeah, right. If you're, okay, if you're because, saying that, because part Batman becomes the great quarterback, the Captain Boomerang is where the fuck is. Batman, because yeah, Cap- but- Captain America was already taken by the time I started building my teams, the closest person I could find that was a team leader and a natural fucking finely tuned athlete was Batman. If if this was rugby, I would give 
the the edge to Captain Boomerang. <laughs> but I feel that as like a billionaire playboy who's built like that, he would have to mask it with some type of sports athleticism. Sure. So why why are you so fucking jacked your whole life? <laughs> I I could see I could see if you told me that Captain Boomerang and Bruce Wayne both went both went to a college and that one of them played football, I would say Batman played football. He's probably quarterback. Yeah, but fucking quarterbacks aren't supposed to be jacked. No, but what I'm saying is is I even though he can throw boomerang We're not voting yet. Are we voting? What are we doing? What are we doing? <laughs> let's vote. Let's vote. Let's vote. <laughs> what are we doing? Yeah, let's we... vote. Go for it. Okay. Final so final thoughts. I give quarterback edge to Batman. Pretty much for what I said. I I would I would think if anybody would take this serious and can throw a tight spiral, it would be Batman over Captain Boomerang. Now, I do agree that. Reverse Flash completely takes the Flash out of the game. The The Flash is probably a non-factor because I think he would just push him to the brink of probably cry. So oh, no, he would cry. That that edge, I, I, I think the, the two Flashes kind of take each other out. But I do see the continual penalties building up and I think that's going to hurt Lee's team is I could see oh no that goes against oh never mind okay I take that back but yes <laughs> well, both but the penalties might offset because if the flash gets all pissy washy he could horse collar or you know tackle out of bounds or do something stupid so I think some of those yards he's gonna Lee's gonna get back with that matchup. Now, you say he's going to turn him into a horse? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like we're taking no, for granted that Flash is going to become emotionally unstable during this game because Reverse Flash was talking about his mom. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm just saying, if anyone could he's break a real him, dick. If anyone could break I mean, him, Barry Allen did break. eventually snap his neck in a fit of rage. Exactly. So he's going to commit some penalties. So I think the penalties... They're going to be close, but I do think. But who's it, being turned into a horse? No, a horse, a horse collar. It's where. What's you, that? What are the? That, okay, what does that a mean? A horse collar is a tackle that's been made illegal because this tackle kept causing. If you uh, if the defensive player is running from behind and grabs you in the back of your collar and pulls you backwards and tackles you that way and makes like, you go nay. Why it makes you break your all your fucking legs. <laughs> All, all four of them. Like, you're, you're all getting... four of them, because you're a horse now. We're gonna have to shoot him. <laughs> so now that Lee's flash cancels out Rogue's flash, but because they're all DC villains and they've all been Suicide Squad, Batman's got like he's he knows what they're gonna do before they do it. Like, there's no way. He doesn't have down pat exactly how to handle that group of knuckleheads. Bullshit. <laughs> I would even saying. say I would even say that Batman 
had, he's, has he's, Barry prepared for Reverse Flash's shit talk? And if 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 and if, if okay, if any player, if anybody, if you were to tell me out of these six players, which two probably came to the game from the strip club and drunk, I'd say King Shark and Captain Boomerang. They probably stayed out of it. <laughs> Drinking beers. Now, Bruce Wayne, Batman, he's taken down Killer Croc how many times? What's a King Shark? Man, talking about Killer Shark? King, 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 King another, Shark can go fuck himself. He's another nut. I, 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 if we were talking like wing-eating contest, I would put King Shark on my team. But in a football game, those teeth are useless. Oh, man, I know what we're doing next year. <laughs> wing-eating contest? <laughs> So, I gotta give this one to the Rogues because I feel it's two against one in favor of the Rogues. Be more specific, because our both of our teams are called the Rogues. <laughs> no. No, I gotta go with the Gotham because I think Batman neutralizes almost that whole team. I think Batman just lets reverse. First flash, fuck with the flash all game. It just counts that as like a dead. That's a dead play. He's gonna throw. Yeah. He's just gonna figure it out. Who is uh, the way. other guy on Nice's team that we've like never mentioned? Uh, John Stewart, the black guy. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Can he play football? Uh, come on, Jose. You would have been better off. <laughs> <than the other laughs> but now, okay, but he, okay. Now here's my other question: Is what? Is he doing with the ring? Uh, like I said, he's creating basically the entire offensive line with the ring. Whether it's uh, moving, yeah, you can't you can't create an offensive line that holds tackles. That's cheap. No, they wouldn't hold. But the constructs. Okay, but what I'm okay. What I'm saying is, is constructs is an offensive line doesn't matter. You can't. You can't. Those constructs can't touch another player. They can't even be out. Ooh. Oh, there's now, there's now here we go. Here we go. This also negates one of Lee's flash moments and it completely negates the offensive line. It's three on three. Any more players than three is too many men on the field. It's automatic penalty. Well, no, no, it's no, still it's, just him. It, yeah, it, it's just it's a mirage. Yeah, but just one of them is the real one. You got to figure out which one. It's, a, it's an optical illusion. Okay, but that once two or more can touch a player, then it's too many men on the field, right? Can one person touch? Can one person be two people at the same time and physically touch another player? Uh, I mean that really doesn't apply here. Well, it does if. Reverse flash is like twelve people. Yeah, but it's but, not. Okay, it's so, not twelve so people. It's it's just an optical illusion of twelve people. Okay, yeah, only one of them is real. Right. Well, the offensive line construct can't touch them, then, right? Why not? Because you can't construct more players now. You no, it's not. Point, isn't it just holding? It's them? not a player. Say, uh, like my my arguments from basketball about uh, invisible woman creating pylons. It's. It's a wall. Well, he, he creates. You said he, offensive line. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't mean players. I meant he's holding. Well, he's holding the line. 
like like there's a giant green fucking wall blocking anyone from getting through to the quarterback. Okay. All right. What you what you got? Uh, so what? So so nice, Jose. Yeah, I I just I just think that with that group of DC villains, Batman, Batman can ruffle their feathers, and and fucking offsides all day. I just see too many hot head flights. That's right, bitching at each other. If you say so. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly, what you got? I think. The weak point on Lee's team is King Shark. Yes. If that had been a stronger player, I would have sided with him probably. It's, it, he's just brute strength, really. Yeah. I got I to gotta go with that. And, and, a, and a simple mind. And then in the chat... Uh, it's like Water Boy. Uh, Mel says, player for player, nice. If the flashes cancel each other out, Batman will run over Captain Boomerang for a QB sneak. Juan votes for me. Uh, John says. John says he's torn. He says Batman and Boomerang and Flash and Reverse Flash cancel each other out, but he feels King Shark can't hold a candle to Green Lantern. Lee needs to tell me what King Shark is doing. King Shark is the goddamn wild card. (laughs) (laughs) Well, even with John, the you you can't make up the numbers. Sorry, Lee. That's okay. <laughs> are, you just, are you just hoping the Black Green Lantern's good at sports? Come on, come on. <laughs> the only fucking. Are you it's just a, hoping? It's a, it's a valid question. Are you it's just are Are you just hoping Black Panther's good at sports? He is. What What He's sports? The baller of Wakanda. Well, Green Lantern's the baller of the fucking lantern. All he has to do is catch. Kitties catch. <laughs> and Green Lantern can make a giant baseball glove. We're playing football. What does a baseball glove have to do? To it? catch a football. That's a wrong football. sport. That's a penalty. <laughs> yeah, you can't fucking bust out a baseball glove and catch a football. What? There's no... Okay. No, you, that's I don't see NFL why rules. not. I mean, like, not for nothing, but I don't see why not. <laughs> it's NFL rules. It's yeah. a construct. It's part of his ring. You well, is he going to start me. playing with a soccer ball? Maybe. Uh, yeah, but no, you can't mix sports. That's against football rules. You got to come up with a different. I'm not saying you can't use the ring, but what I'm saying is, is you can't use the ring to break the rules. You can't. Okay. Keeps sounding like it, penalties. Okay. If an giant, NFL player a giant took a baseball glove, put it on, and <laughs> cut a touchdown, it's a penalty. Okay. A giant hand. Now we're talking. All right, that's cool. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Like, if you're going to use the ring, you can't use the ring to cheat because yep. then, if that's your game plan, is to cheat, you're going to fucking lose. But that's, it's not cheating because it's a construct it's from his ring. If you make it a glove, no, 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 because yes. he's allowed to use the ring because he has the ring on him, and whatever right. he but can. You can't turn a construct into a glove because that breaks the rules of football. No, I mean a, at the very least, hand. he looks like an ignorant fool for using <laughs> a baseball glove. If if a glove breaks the rules, then any construct would break the rules. All right, he said it. Well, not if it doesn't break football rules. Well, what is the rule? 
that well, says I can't I can't use a green lantern ring to create a giant baseball glove. You have to use proper equipment. What I'm exactly. So what I'm saying is like tackling them is shit. He's using in, a green lantern your, ring. In your next defense, you got to be football specific on how you're using the ring to beat the other team. You won this game. I'm, I'm not. Hats off. You won this game. But <laughs> I'm watching. <laughs> Mel in the chat says semantics. <laughs> and Jiggle John says, but boomerangs are okay. <laughs> <laughs> he came to the field. Yeah, but he's them. not hitting. No, yeah. the moment he hits somebody with the boomerang, yeah, that's illegal. And but I if came. He's throwing the boomerang on the ground and creates a smoke bomb. It runs, but if, he didn't throw it at the player. If John Stewart can walk on the field with his Green Lantern ring, anything he can make with that ring is fair game. No. Yeah, no, I agree. No. It's not so fair. does it mean I win or what? No, you lost. <laughs> okay, okay. You fucking lost, homie. Okay, okay. I'm just saying you have to use the ring in football context that don't break the rules. Okay, it's a giant hand, two giant hands wearing football gloves, and Deal. and they're the style gloves to where you when you put your hands together like AJ Styles, it's got the Green Lantern logo. See, now we're talking. There you go. See, now we're talking. You like learn this. how to win within the rules. There we go. That's all. That's all I'm asking. Just play by the rules. Okay. Well, the gentleman's game. It is uh, quarter after twelve. Do we want the news? Is all right. These are I the, read comics too. Uh, okay, these are the news stories, real quick. This motherfucker named Bruce Wayne ate Chipotle for five hundred days straight, and on the fifth fifth hundred day, he dressed up as Batman. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why I thought you were going to tell me he <laughs> killed his parents. <laughs> I don't know why this motherfucker ate uh, Chipotle for five hundred days. Um, I don't know, uh, <laughs> but bizarre. but apparently Chipotle donated four thousand two hundred sixty dollars to a cancer treatment center in honor of ten dollars per day that uh, he ate. I really picture this guy just going, "All right, it's been a good ride," and then he pulls out a gun <laughs> and blows his fucking brains out. Oh <laughs> uh, shit! Yeah, uh, it's been a lot of. Uh... A lot of things in that story that I don't understand how they're connected. But okay. <laughs> it's been fun, Chipotle. Bam. Uh, we but, talked last week about Toys R Us uh, was probably going to close. And yes, uh, that is indeed happening. And then the other news that came out this week is KB Toy Stores is planning to make a comeback. Get the fuck out of here. KB. Now, well, this is like when... Um... What's her name? One when Ronda Rousey finally finally left. Misha Tate. Ha! But Toys R Us bought KB, and then like they Fly didn't. Dogs, they didn't. Well, I think uh, the thing is that there's a. They didn't renew their rights. Bought, they, if, if they're right. looking to buy the name back, or they have bought the name back, or something. Toys R Us didn't keep the rights in uh, active. Exactly. Know? But like. What who what oh, so idiot they pulled, they pulled a daredevil on him? What idiot says, Oh look, Toys R Us is closing. Let me open up a toy store. Well, again, they're not they're not failing. 
because of like poor performance, not real. Like, eh, I've been into well, Toys R Us a few times in the well, past the, year. Well, all that stuff comes down to the fact that every bit of money that they got that could have been profit got pushed, that got put back into paying off this crazy ass debt from this buyout they took on, which is thanks, Bain Capital. Right. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. So like, killed KB Toys. Then they took our Toys R Us. Right. It's not. It's the same kind of shit that caused KB to close in the first place. So, like, so, you know, maybe they're looking to kind of not live the same the same mistakes again. I guess. So, I I think it's interesting that, you know, I think it'd be great. I mean, it's nice to see that somebody with some name brand some name brand recognition is coming in to maybe try to. put some of that back i mean because like if they if nothing comes to fill that void like it's gonna be a big problem for toys yeah like a company like NECA is probably pretty fucked yeah i i think it's interesting uh, you know we talked about it last week that it's possibly gonna happen that toys r us is going to close and then like the next day they're like yep toys r us is closing yep it's over but then like the the stores aren't immediately shutting down and who knows when the last Toys R Us is going to shut down? Like, there's still a Kmart open, and Kmart oh, shut down no, five uh, fucking years ago. They're shut down in sixty days. Is that is that every oh. Toys R Us? Yes. All right. Damn. Oh, we should fucking drive and and do some hood rat things. Well, what, you know what I said. Time. What I said on Twitter <laughs> is, uh, you remember when Hostess went out of business and everybody was buying up all the fucking Twinkies. And then somebody swooped in and, and bought Hostess and, and re-released Twinkies. Like, the fact that Toys R Us is going out of business made everybody go like, Oh shit, Toys R Us! I love Toys R Us! And they've been going to Toys R Us. You know, most of them to check out and see if there's closing sales. But people are getting very nostalgic about Toys R Us. I'm like, we should fucking go fund me to buy a Toys R Us. Well, I think that's what's happening with the KB of it all. Right. So we'll, yeah, we'll they want to be the thing that rises up to fill that void. Yeah, which great. I I really hope that works out for them. Like let's. But they gotta just stay the fuck out of malls. Let's buy a Toys R Us, remodel it to look like the old '80s Toys R Us, fill half of it with new toys and half of it vintage toys, like like a fucking comic shop. We should put a and we should put a restaurant in there too. Okay. <laughs> Skating rink and a blockbuster video. All right. Uh, moving onward from that, uh, Justice League is officially the lowest grossing DC EU movie. That's so fucked up, you guys. How fucked up is that? Sounds about right. It's like, not. It like it's not the worst one. No. And should have been the highest grossing. Yeah, it's probably like the second best one. I would say definitely. No, actually, you know what? I would have to see it again. I still love Man of Steel, despite no one else <laughs> lo- loving it. I I, lo- I know yeah, I know you like I, it. I will defend Man of Steel. I know you like it. I know you like it. I'm saying I, I was using hyperbole, but even like like Justice League being kind of okay, like the ill will that they garnered for years leading up to it, the fact that Justice League was passable didn't matter. 
And the fact that it was just passable. <laughs> yeah. It's so Yeah, the best amazing. review is they didn't fuck it up as much as we thought they would. That's sad. So, to, to recap, the movie with Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman is getting fucking lapped by Black Panther. Uh, to be fair, Avengers is getting lapped by Black Panther. Touche. <laughs> Black Panther and- is going to be, or it, it might have already, it has become the highest grossing MCU movie of all time. And you're giving Sunday, baby. That's nuts. <laughs> Good for everyone involved. And then, uh, and I'm sure this movie is going to happen on the heels of uh, Justice League success. Uh, Ava DuVernay <laughs> is going to direct a, a New Gods movie for Warner Brothers. Like, I, I will, hope it happens. And everyone listening to my voice, I will pay you a dollar if this movie ever reaches theaters. Oh, shit. You're going to have to pay $12. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I said like, $7. This should matter. Does that count downloads or live? But, but it really doesn't matter. Anyone like, who heard it. There's what? no fucking way that one let's say it does happen there's no way it's going to be good well, i want it to be good i mean it you could don't be know that. it could be okay anything after justice league concept but justice league is an easy concept well yeah but it's it's better than what we were getting so what i'm saying is, is yeah and it's being handled by incompetent people it's going in the right direction so there is a chance that they could not fuck this up this could be what Justice League should have been. I think what, yeah. what this has going for it is that it could be its own thing. It doesn't have to tie in. And with I the think other they're going to try and push it as its well, own Well, maybe thing that's too. the universe they, they're doing all these weird jokers. Yeah, maybe, yeah. If it's, they're not going to try to fucking be like, this is where Steppenwolf came from. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm, not, probably I'm not saying be that, there. that they can't fuck it up. But what I'm saying is, is after Justice League, that being the last DC movie, it's a step in the right direction. I'd just say fuck it. Fuck it all. Just do just do Mr. Miracle. Take the fucking King and Mr. Jarge's, uh Mr. Miracle, make the screenplay and go. Just make that. I want to watch that. Yeah. And then last story is Infinity War advanced t- ticket sales have broke the first day record within six hours of going on sale. Jeez. I've had a good time, Black Panther. Coming for that ass. Oh, I'm not watching that trailer. Yeah, I haven't seen it. No, I think I'm. Going I wasn't to going it. to, and then someone in one of my Facebook um, messages threw in like a GIF. I'm like, well, fuck. Now I have to. Now watch I have it. to watch it. <laughs> yeah, I've only seen I've only seen images or gifs of a few key scenes from it, but I don't I don't need to see nothing else. I don't need to hear nothing. I don't need to. I don't need to see Tony Stark and fucking Star-Lord hamming it up together. I will see that when the movie comes out. Yeah, no, I'm about to... Uh, I'm going to have to fucking mute Avengers in my fucking Google feed. Ooh, that's a good idea. It, every day, there's some ridiculous fucking... Like, I think it was News Around but a day was like, uh, does Avengers Infinity War include a totally unpredictable cameo? I'm like, yeah. Probably. 
Hopefully it has, like, multiple unpredictable cameos. I thought there's going to be a shit ton of them. Like, <laughs> You guys, I'm still, I'm really holding out hope that the Netflix characters get in there somewhere. That'd like they, so great. They keep downplaying it, and it just, it makes me want it more. That'd be cool. That, that would be cool. Alright, well that's that's the news, essentially. So you guys want to talk comics real quick? We, we went long this week. Thanks, yeah, tra- real fast. Thanks Travis. Yeah. <laughs> real fast. Books and the ink comes off on your hands. Every time you turn the page, you have to wash your hands. Uh, not comics, but I did watch the first two episodes of Jessica Jones. Um, it's real good. I bet. Real good. Remember how back when those shows started and we, like, I watched all of Daredevil in a day. Yeah. I still haven't fucking finished Punisher. I haven't, and now I haven't, I haven't even started Punisher. Yeah, I haven't started Punisher either. It's an embarrassment of riches. There's so much Punisher's stuff. Good. Like, so much good stuff. Like, you can't keep up with it all. It's, it's preposterous. Well, and I, it doesn't help that Luke Cage was halfway shitty. Iron Fist was all the way shitty. Defenders was okay. Defenders was kind of halfway shitty, too. It doesn't help. I respect your opinion. <laughs> but Jessica Jones is great. <laughs> uh, Alright, what else What else happened here? Um, okay, so... Remember how... At the beginning of this ridiculous Avengers No Surrender thing, I'm like, so there's this character they call Voyager that's like, oh, I was an Avenger the whole time and I'm back. Yeah. That's bullshit. She wasn't there? She was there, but she wasn't there at the beginning. She is the Grandmaster's daughter. And he planted her there. Allowed her to like manipulate memories and shit like that. So they thought she was there. So she's just there as a, as a pawn in his game. Oh. It's a reveal that doesn't matter because there's no stakes. Because there's no attachment to this character. Yeah. Really weird. I, I don't get that part of it. Um, this is the same issue, though. This Avengers 684 that uh, introduces the Immortal Hulk. So they 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 bring back the banner as the Hulk. Yeah, and brother. Kind of a cool thing. So like, yeah, the the vibe is that this Immortal Hulk is going to be like a horror book. Um, but they do a pretty cool thing at the beginning of this where they basically show all the times that Hulk and Banner have died, and kind of just prove that like he does always come back. Like no matter what, and even at the at the end of the book, they uh, they say, yeah, here's the kind of keynote. Here's some references for what we're referring to. This is when these happened. This is when he died. That's so, cool. That was pretty cool. Um, so crazy undead Hulk is kind of fun. I like that. Uh, the rest of it's kind of dumb. Like, I just ugh, I don't get it. I don't get it. But whatever. Uh, Doctor Strange 387 and Scarlet Spider 15, both Damnation tie-ins, are both pretty damn rad. I liked them up. I love that Ben Riley book anyway. But after, I think in the last issue of Damnation, he shows up armed to the fucking gills. This is like how he got armed to the gills and why. And it's pretty damn solid tie-in to what's already happening in his book. Pretty well crafted. Uh, and then Doctor Strange is concurrently Concurrent with the, with the damnation number two, so then it culminates with the big fight between the Midnight Suns and the Ghost Rider Doc Strange, and that was a cool twist. 
it was pretty good. And, and, I, and I was excited when it was like, I like, I found that I like any chance where Loki and Doctor Strange are just shitty to one another. <laughs> like, I like that dynamic. And then for it to kind of all been a trick on top of it is just like kind of icing on the cake. That was pretty cool. I like it. I like the the art on this too. I like a lot. Yes, really cool. Yeah, it's very unpolished and kind of weird looking. It's it's cool. I dig it. I want to say the artist is the guy that years ago did Pride of uh, Pride of Baghdad with um, oh, Brian K. Vaughn. Be right. You might be right about that. Yeah. Uh, and last one I'll talk about real quick is uh, Vampironica number one, which is a book set in Riverdale. When Veronica turns into a vampire, really uh, puts it all on Front Street, and it is as goofy as it should be. Um, done by the team of Greg and Meg Smallwood. So you got the really great Greg Smallwood art. Uh, wrote it with, I'm assuming his wife could be a sister, could be a coincidental uh, last name sharing. I doubt that part. Last part though, uh, you know, fucking one of Hiram Lodge's business associates turns Veronica into a vampire and is probably going to do the same thing to Reggie in a minute. It's fine. It's silly. These Archie horror books are fun, silly, good times. It's like, hey, if Jughead can be a werewolf, Veronica can be, can be a vampire. What do you want from me? Yeah, that's all I got. What's up, Kelly? Uh, I finished that big-ass Commandy omnibus and that was really good. As I kept reading it, it's kind of been climbing up the ranks of my favorite DC Kirby stuff. Okay. One thing I really like about it is that you're never quite clear if it takes place in the DC universe or if it takes place in our world. Because at one point, uh, he finds a Superman costume that like these gorillas are worshipping and saying, you know, the, the hero will eventually come back. But what makes it weird is... It looks like George Reeves' costume from the old TV show. Huh. So, was it Superman's costume, or was it just the costume that they wore for the TV show? And this really takes place in our world. Interesting. Yeah, that was a cool little thing that I, that I, a nice little touch. And I also like that there's one story where, uh, fish keep people in a like a dome under undersea watch them as pets and then uh there was a dolphin that took a liking to a commandy and boy if it had been a real dolphin that dolphin would have had its way with him (laughs) i feel like because that's what dolphins do they're awful rapists i feel like commandy and makari would be friends <laughs> I saw Travis's lineup and I was like, Makari, the last boy? Yeah, right? <laughs> I'm trying to think if I read anything else of note, but nothing really pops up. You know what you read that I know you what read? What I read? The fucking fight announcement for uh, Matt Riddle versus <laughs> James Ellsworth. Yes, I did. <laughs> Uh, These video announcements for George Nell's Spring Break 2 are incredible. They're great. They're really good. I'm jealous. 
Who are you jealous of? I'm jealous of the dudes that make those. Oh, okay. I was like, we're going to go see that show. <laughs> <laughs> it's good stuff. All right, Jose, you said you read some comics. I did. I finished uh, volume one of Vision. And oh, there you I'm, go. I'm digging it. Digging it. Um, shit just... It's dark. It's weird. Some, some of the epi- uh, issues are kind of... It's a lot of story, but it's building up to this just dark... Oh, yeah. everything not. builds. It's like like boiling water. Yeah, but I'm I'm really taking it, so I'll, I'll get more into it when I'm done with the second. I'm about to start the second. But so far, so good. It's a good recommendation. I, I'm digging that one, and then after that, I'm hitting that Batman. Reading it all. Oh, you got anything else? Nothing for no. me. You got anything nice? No, nothing for me. Well, let's wrap this shit up. Yeah, it's it's a long one. It was a long one. But that's all right. I I mean, look. The football ones are going to be long, guys. <laughs> yeah, could it's you imagine be... if we tried to do more than two matches per show? Hell, hell no. <laughs> Definitely not. I tell you what, these, 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 these get me sweaty, man. Fight, oh, yeah. yeah. Fighting for my damn life. And defend the team. You got you the argument's got to be right. Yeah, I'm a finely tuned athlete. <laughs> <laughs> What's so funny, Lee? Uh, something else. <laughs> I was looking at my Twitter. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Fine. Daniel Bryan's wrestling again. Be okay. <laughs> All right, man. That's it. We'll come back next week. Um, yeah. Daniel Bryan's back and Finn Balor's got a sweet hog. There's no, yeah, there's no reason we won't be here. Look at the calendar. Yeah, we're good. We're good for a while, which is awesome. So, fucking A. I'll be back next week at 10 p.m. Eastern, uh, 9 p.m. Central at youtube.com slash panels on pages. Uh, check out the population group on Facebook or at zinc.org slash sports. Uh, keep an eye out and see when your match is coming up. Hang out uh, with us live to cash your vote in. Or if your match is coming up, nice right. If your match is coming up and you want to talk about it, so you can defend, you can defend your fucking team live. Yeah, that don't, don't let us fill in the blanks for you. Yeah, being able to live argue somebody else's team gives you the edge. Yeah, I'm just saying, if I'd emailed this shit in, I probably would have won. Maybe. <laughs> so yeah, fuck it. That's that's great. Good times. And now I get to just kind of sit back and relax, and all the pressure's off of me. See, so really, who lost is all I'm saying. Well, no, you still got another. Ma- me and you are going up again in uh, Marvel. Oh shoot, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay, because my Marvel team is unfuckwithable. In fact, never mind. Never mind. Oh shit, we we never did. Well, I kind of beat you pretty handily, Lee, so we didn't have to go to Mahoney for a tiebreaker. No, it's okay. I put it down. As, I put it down on my column. <laughs> <laughs> Don't 
Don't worry. It's there. Don't, don't worry about it. See it. That's it. That's all we got, man. So, yeah, four. Uh, Jason Nines, Jose Guzman, and Kelly Harris. I'm the Lord Reverend Lee Rodriguez. Uh, talk, talk to you guys next week. Thanks for hanging out in the chat. Love everybody. Except for you. You know who you are. All right. Bye. <laughs>